Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code RIF for a special offer when you sign up. That's code RIF for a special offer when you sign up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Hey there. Back here with you on a Tuesday morning. It's the 20th of July. It is Dave and Chuck the Freak. And thanks so much for being here with us. A listener sent us this. I feel a little bad because, I mean, it's just a couple of old folks. Uh But um, in Revere, they had the uh, reopening of a pizza joint. They did some sort of celebration Mm. here. Uh, he said, uh, "It's really happy to see this place opening back up. Any restaurant reopening after the pandemic is a welcome sign. But holy crap, there is an old couple in the pick that, to me, look like they're dead. <laughs> huh? That's what you want. <laughs> That's how you get them, huh? Mm-hmm. That's how you get them. <laughs> super old." He says, "Are they ghosts? I swear, the woman looks translucent." They might have been there before the pandemic, and then they reopened the it. The ghosts of Pizza Pass. Yeah. Um, if I'm a ghost, I'm definitely hanging out at a pizza place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not me. No? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're hanging out better places? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look. Oh, my. <laughs> I mean, oh. um, right? Looks like Mitch McConnell and somebody. Yeah. <laughs> the woman bit. looks CGI'd in there almost. That's what he yeah, said. Like like she looks translucent. That's exactly what he said. The shadow or whatever. They, yeah. Her hairdo. You can see the dead vibe you're getting there. 100%. <laughs> it's like they were made up to appear dead in a zombie movie or something. <sighs> I think they just look elderly. Yeah. You don't get it? <laughs> yeah. They're not very ghostly to me. She's got a pink... Like uh, fanny pack. <laughs> yeah, ghosts don't wear fanny packs. Ghosts don't need fanny packs. How do we know? How do we what know? What do they exactly. need to keep in there? It like looks like stuff. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice? Yeah. yeah a little bit. <laughs> oh, she looks like the woman from Beetlejuice. Like mm-hmm. that works in that office. Oh, the smoking the, lady. Yeah, that's yeah. what she kind of looks like. She does look like that. Hmm. But there's something about her hair that, that that's what I kind of... It's kind of like the ring hair, you know, but white. That's what happens. Yeah, you get a I guess, right? It's just stringy. you get your eyes go dark underneath <laughs> Poor old people Poor were just old trying people to just enjoy <laughs> pizza <laughs> or whatever, and they got to them right down. Yeah. <laughs> just wet a slice of pepperoni, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're good for them for being at a pizza place. I know, right? Like, Maybe it's theirs. Maybe this is their son. Oh God. You think so? I, I kind of think because it's the grand, Can we grand look up reopening. Who, what is this name? I feel like it's is. more like the fat guy in the pictures place. That's what it yeah, feels like. Think, the fat guy. That could be his parents. Yeah, he's super close, right? He's holding something to the old people. I think they're in the f- they're in the photo for Relatives, sure. My take on it is they opened it years ago and, and he's, he's re- redone it. it and reopened it. That's, That's what just I my take too. on it. That's what I'm thinking because it looks like they've tried to modern it up a bit and yeah, his parents are hanging on there with him. But I don't know the name of the place, so I can't really look. Yeah, oh, let's get a BIA. There's only oh, three letters. BIA. What would that be? Oh. Well, they're not ghosts. Yeah, they're not. They're definitely not ghosts. Not I, I get. I get what you're saying. They do have a yeah, yeah, you know, enough. A they little bit of a look to them, and we wish them well in mm-hmm. their reopening of their pizza yes. joint, and hope that goes well. We were talking about that swingers convention they held uh, about a week and a half ago, and um, one of the big highlights 
on their flyer was Lincoln Park Tribute Band. Yeah, right. yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. And um, we tried to look up to see what that would sound like. I think we found it here, uh, thanks to a listener, Vince. He found this guy who does Lincoln Park tributes online, which are oh my God. fairly amazing. I believe he's a Latin fellow with blonde hair. <laughs> oh, this is the guy that does pumped up kicks. Is it? He's incredible. Oh my god. He looks like a Latin Kim Jong un. Yes. I have a new idol. <laughs> Sorry, John Cena. <laughs> this is something I can actually reach in terms of goals. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Hopefully they got him for the Swingers Convention. I feel like they couldn't even afford him, though. This guy's legit. Like, he he is he's really in funny. no way playing that guitar. No. no. Oh, I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you told me that. Doing <laughs> nothing. His fingers were doing nothing. I feel like he sings like me, too. He just kind of makes up my yeah, I think it's words. just whatever's close. Yeah. yeah. He gets a couple of them right, and then just... Uh, he has a lot of songs, this guy. Is yeah, there's a, look up his pumped up kicks one. It's really funny. He's got a lot of views. So Tongo pumped up. Oh, he's got like over a million followers. Yeah, this guy's yeah. legit. He's <laughs> He's always got <laughs> Once again, not doing anything. <laughs> Changes up his look all the time. He's incredible. <laughs> he's gotta have a team behind him. Oh, Are you sure he's not playing? A hundred percent. A million percent. <laughs> Just wait. It gets good. Okay. The fingers on the bottom, doing nothing. Quite a suit. Yeah, it's awesome. He does like a mix of English and Spanish. Yeah. But he's coming for you. Yeah, he's coming for you. this has almost 11 million views yeah. so he does okay on the no youtube joke. Tongo is his name if you want to look up some of his work. Uh, he seems to be pretty successful in yeah. what he does. Big oh, he does chop suey. Brighten up your day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just fun. He's a fun He's a man. I want to. I don't think that's right. 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 I want to.
Chuck Swayze. Chuck Swayze. God. I wish we could get permission to use him and have his opening for our show. Oh, amazing. Wake up. Right there. <laughs> he makes me want to be a professional wrestler and have him do my theme. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's added that to the song. Yeah. yeah. That's not in the original. That is a guitar, guitar, guitar hero. Guitar. Yeah, and he's topless. Why is he hugging the pole? No, he's got a topless shirt on. Oh, was that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hold me for a second, then. <laughs> he's very funny. Yeah, he oh, he's my funny. goodness, Tongo. Hmm. He's an artist. Keep your eye on. Yeah, <laughs> it's on the rise. You know what's crazy is that. Um, the pumped up kicks videos on some other guy's channel, and just some random dude has ten million views. Oh, really? Right. You know, like it's not even on his official. Hopefully, he has it on his official too. But I guess yeah. someone else yeah. posted it. <clears throat> yeah, he does all. He still gets all the money, but still, sure. Tongo's oh, Hotel California, he does. Yeah, Tongo sweet, is big time. Oh, sweet child of mine. Oh my God. He's oh, he's got a dream like dressed him up like Axl Rose. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like a chubby Latin Axl Rose. Where does your brilliance stop? <laughs> <laughs> we're not sure, but we're happy we found. I'll him find here. the end of it today. We'll never find the end of his I brilliance. Know. I think he is in now. Uh, he's in Mexico. Yeah. You gonna give him a call? Yeah. <laughs> is that what call? I think there'll be a bit of a language barrier. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound like he speaks English no, very speaks well. English. No, no, but. Um, I love that Dave just looks at foreign numbers and is like, it does look like he is in Mexico. I can tell by the area code. <laughs> he knows the area code of Mexico. Of Mexico. That's crazy. He knows the area code. That's no one else get. does. That's what you get for traveling. You pick that stuff up. I don't think so. Yeah, you do. Speaking of traveling. All right. So we're always trying to give you tips on stuff. And uh, although earlier this week we talked about the fact that Australia now wants them to be called shark encounters right mm-hmm. or negative shark ne- encounters negative mm-hmm. shark encounters not yes. shark attacks right they think shark attacks is too bold who who wanted that australia Aus- the, the, like the, the country whole, okay mm. yeah it sounds like you know people I, I thought about it later i'm like is this for real or are they just like like punking us? punking no you know I, I mean? apparently it's the australian government they want to change the wording i think the problem is is that you have a lot of people that are out there and they they're killing sharks because they think they're because murderers. they're like evil, they're they're out to get us. So they people kill sharks. Oh. And they're trying to change that. It's like, listen, they're not attacking you on purpose. It's just a misunderstanding. It was a shark misunderstanding that you guys had. It's ridiculous. I know. So for all of our listeners in Florida, and for those who travel and like to visit a beach, uh, here are some tips on how to survive a shark attack. Number one is, <laughs> I think, real hard to do. Don't panic. Sure, wow. it's pretty hard when your leg's being bit off. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when that negative encounter happens. Yeah. yeah. Panicking puts a shark into predatory mode. Do they start thrashing? Also, mm. just the more you thrash around, the more it thinks you're just something that's in trouble, and I should eat it. I should eat it. Mm. So just because a shark is around doesn't mean you're definitely going to get bit. So don't panic. That's mm-hmm. number one. Number two, make eye contact and be assertive. Okay, that's enough, shark. Mm, I know. Mm. All it hears is bubbles. Yeah. 
According to a shark expert, Andy, sharks respect assertiveness. He's <laughs> like, I was going to eat you, but damn it, you're a hell of a man. <laughs> what is this, a guy, a guy in like a... 12-foot cage that's <laughs> writing notes down. Right. Like, he's like, I'm pretty sure he was intimidated by me. Mm. <laughs> Not a man I'd mess with. Yeah. If you see a shark in the water, they suggest making eye contact with it or even pushing it away. I hope Let to it never know make eye contact no, with a me shark. Neither, me neither. I don't have to push one away. I don't have to be assertive. I'm care. sure you'd be really calm if you were making eye contact with a shark. Oh, me? Because you have sure. to be. You have yeah. to be. Got to be calm. Yeah. Let it know who's boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to think you're a bitch. Yeah. If the shark does attack, if you have a negative encounter, mm-hmm. fight back. Punch and attack the shark however you can. Well, I've heard that, right? And they say the, nose, the nose or the eyes, right, yeah. are yeah. what you should go for. Uh, even the gills. Nose, eyes, and gills. All good targets. Yeah. Never, ever play dead. This no. is not an animal you play dead uh, when right. it's attacking you. You think there's everybody, somebody that's been attacked, and they're like, remember my training. Okay, play dead. <laughs> it's not working. No, he just keeps taking more chunks. It's <laughs> the wrong one. Yeah. Oh. Oh, wrong training. That's for bears. <laughs> Damn I it. knew it. Can't get anything right. I can't remember anything. should have wrote this down. Honestly, we're, we're, we're given too many hints to get it straight. <laughs> that's it. There's, they're so confusing to me because I'm like, okay, cougar, what do I do? Bear, what do I do? Shark, what do I do? You have to like a, right. a cheat sheet or something yeah, if you're heading study out it. into nature. And you'll yep. never encounter any of them. Hopefully no. Uh, never play dead, though. So keep that in mind. With yeah. a shark, never play dead. Assess your injuries. If you have an arm wound, try and keep it above your head, which could slow the bleeding. If yep. you do get a bitten. And then finally, swim to shore to get help. After a shark bite, all that splashing and commotion and blood could attract other sharks that could be mm. nearby. Yeah. So that's not what you want. Get to solid ground, stop the bleeding, get medical help immediately. So stay calm. Stay the, calm. Make eye contact dead. and assertive. <laughs> Fight back. It's easier said than done, yeah, probably. It never will go that way. All right. <laughs> no shark has ever been like, hmm. Pretty aggressive, this I think, person. I think what happens is like the shark has bit the person already and decided like decided that's not a seal, that's not what I thought it was. And the person maybe got gets a couple shots in on them, and the but the shark's already decided, oh, you don't taste good, so I'm going to leave. But then they think that it's I punched it a couple times, and I think if a shark decides you're dead, I think you're going to die that day. Yeah. You know, but they do. They say that we taste pretty bad to them. Mm-hmm. They're like, "What is that's gross?" Whatever. Yeah. That well, that's good. Thank goodness they made <laughs> us taste bad to them. Yeah, yeah. that's one positive, I guess. Uh, someone said, "Always, I always swim with a foldable blade, so I can smash it into the shark's eye or nose." Well, not swimming with a switchblade for God's sakes. What the Just, hell? Well, I mean, that's where's my swimming blade? <laughs> <laughs> that seems a bit much, right? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. What are the odds that Switchblade guy is going to be the one attacked by a shark? I guess that's it, though, right? If you are a Switchblade guy, you'll probably never be attacked. Mm. Maybe the shark can see the weapon. Maybe. <laughs> he like, knows well, that guy's got a knife. Yeah, I better stay away. <laughs> I better swim away. <laughs> He's intimidating. <laughs> that's right. You got to intimidate. But just a couple tips there to... Uh, get through a shark attack what's amazing is a lot of people who get attacked are just like in like a unicorn floaty 
which I would say is like not very intimidating. No, not at all. No, They're just no. floating around. That's how James will go. You saying I'm that intimidating when I'm at the beach? Uh, <laughs> no. That's what I thought. I'm saying the unicorn thing is not. A child and unicorn, no. That's not, exactly. not intimidating. That yeah, just looks me like a an snack. unicorn. You better stay back. I will. Shark, not. I will be. Sharks will never come near. Uh, Andy mentioned uh, last week that he had developed uh, kind of uh, an irrational fear of hiccups after you know we played a couple of clips of people that apparently have nonstop hiccups. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. They have some of them have hiccups for days, weeks, years. Uh, I don't want to make you any worse, Andy, but someone sent this email. This guy from North Bay, Ontario, who listens to the show, says uh, occasionally you talk about hiccups, and you touched on the subject the other day. I felt compelled to share my story with you. Uh, I got to explain first my bouts with hiccups. When I get them, they last about an hour or two. They go away for the same amount of time. Then they come right back. Sometimes this will happen for a day or two. That's not, though, why I have a deep hatred for hiccups. This is why. Back at the millennium, my dad got hiccups that lasted close to 40 hours. So it could be like a hereditary thing. Yeah, something's up there. Uh, it made his chest and back muscles spasm and very sore, so he ended up in the hospital. They gave him muscle relaxers to help relieve the pain, but for good measure, they decided to do an x-ray. They found a quarter-sized cancerous tumor in his lungs when they decided to do that x-ray. Well, that's good. That's lucky. I guess, right? It. He said, so don't panic when you get hiccups there could be an upside <laughs> don't panic when you get hit this wasn't a, that kind of a story yeah don't panic a- now we're more panicked <laughs> I yeah i'm not no, sure they, I don't think that would, they if they I, never would have uncovered that and been able to help i guess right yeah. if he didn't no, have the hiccup it. I, I get it but now a, basically anyone who gets a hiccups is like have do cancer. i have cancer well now? it's not no they're not do related they're not related do i have lung cancer <laughs> yeah, you just went from mild indigestion to uh, full-blown cancer yeah, and yeah, chemo exactly. and all that stuff. Uh, Dave was yeah. basically just like Google just there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we, we basically Googled Dave's hiccups. Google now. What can happen? Dave was like, cancer. oh, well, that's cancer. <laughs> oh, they're not related at all. Well, It just happens to be that if he oh. never had gotten those 40-hour hiccups, he wouldn't have got an x-ray and they wouldn't have found that. Hmm. So yeah. there you go. Sometimes well, there's an upside. I, yeah. I, uh, right? Uh, no. no. <laughs> you have 40 hour hiccups, and then now you have cancer. Yeah, yeah. that's a downside. But they found it's it before down. it got worse. Yeah. Mm, so you got to go through treatment. Yeah, and... I mean, you make it. Does the verdict in? I did. I don't. I mean, it's pretty big. Thanks for all the laughs, he says. Jeez. There you go. <laughs> Hiccups and cancer. They found a skull. They found the skull later. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, 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 boy. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see what dark sided story. I didn't, yeah. didn't realize. So there's a couple. There's a couple. Nothing too crazy. Um, I didn't realize, though, that it was hereditary. Like, if you get one of these, you know, long lasting hiccups, could be your mom or dad suffered from it, too. Yeah, I didn't know that. At least according to this guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's, I just thought it was an inconvenient thing for two minutes. I didn't know it was yeah. all this. That's funny. Is like, honest to God, I've never seen my dad hiccup. He's too much of a man. Yeah, he just fights it, huh? <laughs> fights it right I've off. I've never seen him have hiccups. He must. Well, he drinks water yeah, when he like, gets it. And yeah. And they're over. Just fights it off. <laughs> he forces it down. 
Um, Bill is with us on the Dave and Chuck lines from Naples. Bill, you had hiccups for over a year? Over a year, even in my sleep. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for making Andy feel better. Yeah. yeah. Dude, what happened? Do you know? I, I don't know. I just I just woke up one day and I started hiccuping and it didn't stop. Went to many, many different doctors, got on many different medications. Nothing would do it. So after about a year and I'm going to say two or three months, one of my doctors called me and said, look, there's a specialist that's going to be in town. Go see this guy. So I went and seen him. He set me up for a surgery. They went inside my throat area, burned everything out. They didn't cut him. They made burned it out. No big deal. And they um, it got rid of the hiccups. And I've oh, never had them since. Never had them story. since, huh. Andy. So so just, just, just basically stress. like get yourself burned up and then yeah. uh, <laughs> like a hot poker down your throat <laughs> and just fry yeah, it up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, the only drawback to that surgery was now when I drink, if I tilt my head back too far, it comes out my nose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's just Got that. your head tilted. Yeah, 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 I just, I oh, get, no. My throat burned yeah. out because of the hiccups. I'll make sure not to. It sounds like it hasn't affected I, I, your voice well, or anything. No, no. Well, yeah. you never heard it before. So. No, no. Yeah. No, no. no I, I've never heard of it either. And um, no. it, you know that little thing? If you look in the mirror and you open your mouth, that little thing that hangs down in the back of your throat, that's all gone. Everything's gone. Oh, yeah. They they, yeah, they, they melted that all, all out. They melted that all out. They burnt your uvula off. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty intense, but yeah. uh, and it was about a week of recovery that I had to drink liquids only. Uh, right. yeah. I've never had the hiccups since. There you go. That's ago. good. That's you good. You sound pretty yeah. positive about it. Sounds like a terrible story. Well, you know, if you had the hiccups good for a, a full well, year, you'd be begging to yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a little over a year, and it was miserable. I was miserable. I'm sure. well, you sound like a happy dude now, Bill. Yeah. Hey, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. Life good. Good. Congratulations. Glad yeah. glad they got it taken care of for you. Yeah. Hey, what? I'm a long-time listener. You guys are great. <laughs> Thanks, right, man. Watch that head tilt when you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 We've got nothing to stop anything. No. Burned it all out. Oh, it's burned oh, everything oh, Bill. out. Oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. You got your stuff all over us again. <laughs> you know you got that leaky face. <laughs> Watch yourself. He's got no valves up there. Stop. <laughs> Yeah, They're balance. all burned away, you know. Bill with the leaky face. <laughs> this isn't helping at all. What's well, crazy yeah. is I, I thought the hiccups It's good to know that I could it. have my throat burned out if I get the hiccups. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought like hiccups were a diaphragm issue. Like your diaphragm like, uh, is. Are they like lightning? Where we just really don't know. <laughs> it's <a mystery. laughs> I don't know. Like it's just a human mystery that goes on. I think. <laughs> Somebody has to know, right? Yeah. I don't think they do. They don't really not. know. They just guess. We'll just burn your throat. I think out. it's one of Maybe those things help. humans have just like been afraid of since the dawn of time. <laughs> and we humans, just humans sometimes just die of it, right? We can't understand it. Uh, Bill's in Auburn Hills. Hi, Bill. Good morning. Hey, how you doing, Dave? Um, on the hiccup thing, I used to get them pretty bad. And there's oh, a few get into. How you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, no, we got you. We got you, Bill. Dave? Yep. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I used to get hiccups all the time, but um, I've learned pressure point pain relief. There's a pressure point between your eyes, up, right up at the bridge of your nose. If you you got to dig in to find it, but when you find it, you'll feel a muscle in your stomach release and gone. Once you start using it, <laughs> you got it, Andy. He's trying. He's like, <laughs> I think it. You pinch your nose. Do you pinch your nose or push in the middle? Oh, in the right here. Squeeze right? it. 
right? Where? Yeah, you push up right. on the pressure yeah, point right above. The top of your lip, the br- yeah. Just on, well, put a finger on both sides of your nose, uh-huh. and just you'll find it. You'll feel you'll feel a release in your stomach. Seriously, dude. A release. You guys feel like a release in your stomach. Like, yeah, like a muscle. Release? Well, it'll be. You'll, you gotta, you'll, st- you'll feel a muscle release in your stomach, and then you'll go away. Okay. All right. All I thought right. was a fart. Oh, well, there well, he's released. released. Like he between released. your eyes, like right yeah, here? Yeah, like right yeah. right here. They do say that there's something like right here that if you get a headache, push on it and it goes huh. away. Hmm. Sure. Some pressure point, but it's not connected to my guts. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, and one more here. Jonathan's in Naples. Hi, Jonathan. It's all good. Hey, hey, how you doing, guys? <laughs> doing all right. You had a comment. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to call about my buddy Bill who just... <laughs> His friend had his throat burned out and said it was, was possibly his, the worst he's thing. friends with Bill. Bill You're friends with, with yeah. Bill? I'm, I'm friends with Bill. So Bill, not only did he have his throat burn out, he fell out of a tree stand when he was hunting and broke his back in like four places and he's got his spine caged. And then when he recovered from that about a year later, wrecked his motorcycle and broke his pelvis in his leg. That that dude has all kinds of madness happening. He's a tough dude. So we can't really. We Here's should probably. Dude, man. Oh, that's all spine cakes. They're all burnt out, Bill. Yeah, we should probably just like take his info with like a grain of salt type of thing. Bill's more machine now than me. Yeah, good guy. He's a good guy. He sounds like a good guy. He does sound like a really good guy. He's been through a lot. See, you've been, you've been through all that and sound as positive as Bill did when he, he calls in. I'm telling you. Bill's just happy to be I'm alive today. That's so amazing. I have a lot of respect for Bill. He's an ex-Marine, man. You can't stop Marine. An ex-Marine. Oh, that's no. Okay, go. That's that's re- recap for me again. His throat burnt out to get rid of hiccups, fell out of a tree, full body cast, spine cage. What else happened? <laughs> Motorcycle. motorcycle and then he wrecked wreck. his motorcycle after he recovered that and broke his pelvis. Pelvis. Oh, wow. I broke my pelvis. Dude, he's unstoppable, man. He is. <laughs> he is unstoppable. Did they rebuild his pelvis, or how do you know how he's but doing now? Oh, yeah, no, he's fine. He's fully functioning. He's still building homes. The guy's an animal. Yeah. Bill. Wow. Bill, amazing. So I just pictured, like, this army Florida legend. <laughs> breaching yeah. a hill, and they're like, all right, time for battle. Oh, my God, that's Bill. <laughs> Bill, uh, he wrecked a motorcycle. Just a psychopath Marine comes running over the hill. He's got the hiccups. It's Bill. He's hiccuping. Yeah. With his fire throat. Run, it's Bill. He hiccups at the same rate as his M60 fire. Yeah, right. That's rebuilt Bill. That's rebuilt Bill. It's Bill like the Michael Megas of Florida. Yeah. The city's got iron ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Ribs of steel. <sighs> Bullets are bouncing off right. his spine cage. Oh my god! <laughs> Bill basically a Terminator. <laughs> Can't stop him. That's great. All the crap that guy's been through: spine cage, broken pelvis, burnt out throat, <laughs> and still like, like hey the, guys, love the show. Yeah, yeah. burnt yeah. out throat was you know was was minor. A, That's why he was else. like, I don't see what the yeah. big deal is. We were all like, what do you mean they burnt your throat? <laughs> yeah, none of us have worn a spine cage for <laughs> you know who knows how long he was in that. Oh my god. That is... Wow, Bill's been through some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Huh? He's oh been my through God. some stuff. You never could tell. No. Just when he called in no, there? No, yeah, no, no. Good spirits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. It's tough. It's a tough life for Bill's Bill. Bill's unstoppable. <laughs> he, he, he really He's probably is. killed more men than you could imagine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. like a Southwest Florida Terminator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Good for yeah. him. 
All right, Bill. It's good to know you, man. And one more email here. Uh, this one came in. Uh, said, hey, guys, I just moved to a new area, found a new nail salon. Been super happy with it. It's huge. Very clean. Staff's really friendly. However, I asked to use the restroom while I was in there yesterday and was in pure horror. I walked into the back of the salon into a small bathroom. On the wall, there's an old beat-up sign that reads, Please no flush paper. Throw away in garbage. Yep. I then saw a tall garbage can jammed full of poopy paper. Oh, no. I ran out disgusted and feel like I can never go back there again. No, you can't. Have you ever heard people not flushing toilet paper in a city? Yeah, we've talked about it. It just depends on the... I don't know. She's wondering, are they just too cheap to fix their toilet? Or is this something people do? They've got like 20 staff members working there. They might be in a building that has plumbing issues. It backs up. So they say, you know. They don't expect a bunch of people to poop there or something? I don't know. I think a lot of places that you run into where they only have like a single ply toilet paper. Like you think in your head, oh, well, that's just because it's cheaper and blah, blah, blah. But I think... A lot of times, it's because their plumbing can't handle. Mm, yeah, that's probably you know it. Double yeah. ply, but yeah, you can't go but back. It's could it be that that? And listen, I've been to some places like yeah. uh, part of Mexico where that was the norm, right? I went into a bathroom and they had a, a poop paper basket. Yeah, yeah. Is it perhaps they just think like, that's like a holdover from their yeah, cultural from where they, were, where they no, came from? Because I've been to many nail salons and it's not a thing in yeah. that. Like Vietnamese, if they own it, yeah, I mean, right. typically there's no cultural. Everybody's Unfortunately, flushing it sounds their stuff. Like everybody's flushing their stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think you'd go back there though. No, right? I, mean, I wouldn't. That's that's a bad. There's a lot of off. different nail places. You know, yeah, there's tons. You can go to one with a toilet. Yeah, yeah, you can. Where there's no poop paper in front of you. Yeah, because that was honestly, it was a hot day in mexico when i had to go into that that's when i you know got mm-hmm. ate that street meat mexican street meat and got yeah. deadly ill um and then i had to go into a bathroom and that made it i was already feeling sick smelling warm poop paper made yeah. me that much worse yeah yeah that'll do it mm-hmm. someone said i worked with a bunch of vietnamese guys it is a cultural thing for some of them okay well i'm glad my salons don't do that yeah i do a few and yeah. i've never seen it so you need some people to set them straight, perhaps. Like, if someone said, hey, listen, you guys do great work, but you got to flush your toilet paper. Think you could say that to them or no? I don't, I don't know how not you word me. that. Yeah, like, it's, it's an not, uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, I'm not going to be the one. I don't <laughs> you almost really, got to leave them a note. It's up to you, you know. If it, yeah. It's up to me not to go there. Up to like, you. review right. and hope they don't see you. Or just leave a little note in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, hey, what's you this? Guys, you guys are gross. Yeah, you can flush. You guys are here. gross. Lisa's <laughs> just going to leave a note that said you guys are gross. I think you have to be a little more specific. <laughs> She's just going to sign it. You guys are Maybe gross. Maybe get together with everyone else there and everyone puts their own little notes up. You know, like multiple notes. Yeah. You idea. guys are gross. <laughs> and someone Don't be else, gross. someone else, Don't like, be gross. explain it. Yeah. Yeah, you need to just let them know what's going on because maybe they don't realize. But if uh, probably, unfortunately, even though you, they do great work for your feet or nails or whatever, you can't go back. Yeah, I got that. Or don't paper. go to the bathroom. But I feel like that it's kind of an indicator of the salon when yeah. you see poop paper in there. Mm. Well, well just, they always say like you judge a place by how clean the bathroom is. You know, restaurant, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So you may want to 
on Judge of the Blaze by that. Yeah. Paper. Coming up, we're going to get to our first check of the news here on this Tuesday morning. Why does a Michigan woman have our mugshot of the day? Why was a Massachusetts woman cheated out of her lottery winnings? And how did a Florida man get attacked by a gator? We'll get to all that and more as we check the news. Sir, news from the underground. I'm Dave Hunter. It is time now for a check of the news. A Michigan woman has our mugshot of the day up at DaveAndCheckTheFreak.com. She was arrested. She's from Gaylord, Michigan. She was arrested for assault with intent to do great bodily harm, less than murder, following a dispute with neighbors that turned physical. In addition to that charge, she was recently arraigned on one count of assault and battery. The dispute took place the other day at a home in Bagley Township, Michigan. The suspect, 45-year-old Christina Rutterbush. She claimed she was walking her dogs past the neighbor's house when someone assaulted her. However, neighbors and other witnesses shared a different story. They allege Rutterbush came on the neighbor's property uninvited while they were having a get-together. She was acting strange. She threw a drink at someone. When a man there said, okay, you got to go, she choked him. He's (laughs) Rutterbush. It's like you were at that barbecue. Jeez, hey, Rutterbush. Chill Bush. out, Rutterbush. She left a note. Yep. <laughs> chill out. Jeez. She Rutter was arrested, Bush. taken to the Ostego County Jail. I'm going to cut Rutterbush some slack here. Why is that? Because I believe Rutterbush has had a hell of a life. Oh, because of her picture? If you are a female Quasimodo, <laughs> I think life's. Let me see. Life's thrown you some curves. Right, I think she lives in a tower. Full hunch. We talking? What's happening? What's happening with this? Oh, I Here's can tell from the top of that. Oh, Rutterbush. Rutterbush doesn't get invited to a lot of parties. I feel right. That's yeah. why she crashed. Right, like she Steve just... Buscemi's character in Big Daddy. That could be her, That's his sister. Spitting image. Oh. Looks fine to me. If you're familiar with that meme, <laughs> something's not right there. Yeah, no, you're oh, right. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I just was looking up. I mean, oh, that's my goodness from the 1939 classic, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Similarities are endless. Yeah, you got to cut her some slack. Yeah, right. You got to cut her if you've been living life that way. Mm-hmm. Who's the comedian that did? Is it Albert Brooks? Not Albert Brooks. Wasn't there a comedian that did like a really? He had like a messed up face. I don't know. I don't know when this comedian existed. Ah, no, it was like in a movie and he played like a Quasimodo type character. And he had real bulgy eyes. <sighs> no idea. No, I yeah, I never heard of such a thing. Mm. Quasimodo comedian movie. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot about movies and I've never seen that one. <laughs> I know. Oh, I D- Dave's a, gonna find something. No, from. there's a char- There's an actor <laughs> who I'm thinking of who had this look, real bulgy eye. What, like, what year are we talking here? Like this. Oh, right. But that's, that, that's a that's a that's a caricature. But there was someone in. Oh, life you mean that, that real like person that, that has yes. that same look? Oh, what is yes. his name? We talked about him before on the show. But yeah, back in the day, he played like Igor or something for this guy. Berg. 
Oh, you know, Castlestein? the 1930s classic. Igor and Young Frankenstein. Oh, Berg. yeah, oh, yeah yes. Berg. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I Marty Feldman. Yeah, no, it's Marty classic. Feldman. There it is. Thank God. I don't know what else <laughs> he did. Marty Feldman. Well, Marty Feldman. See, like he's got that look, oh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? Is that how his eyes naturally are? Yeah. My God. Yep. I know who that guy so is. So I just, I saw her and I'm like, wow, she could be a relative. Yeah, she could be a Feldman. Could. Yep, that's a good call. She could be a Feldman. To look each other in the eyes and fall See, low. comic Not genius. really, though. <laughs> 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 look each other in the eye. Right, As we right. say, we think, <laughs> we think Gold Rudder Bush here has probably not had the easiest life, so we're going to cut her some slack. Yeah. She is um, still behind bars. She's waiting for someone to post her $2,500 bond. I don't know how she might be waiting a while. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hopefully someone busts out the bush. I don't know. Old bush. I don't know what kind of deep friendships she's had. Yeah. Tough. To check her Facebook. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know if we should. Oh, I don't think she's got one. You don't think so? No. Hmm. Christina Rudderbush. No. Rudderbush. Facebook. Let's see if anything. I bet she wishes you didn't do that now. Yeah. Choke someone. And yeah, oh, the barbecue attack. Yeah, barbecue yeah. attack. Now she's really, she's put out there now. She puts yeah. herself out there, right? Yeah. It's, un- it's unfortunate. And she's the mugshot of the day up at davidchickley.com yeah. if you want to check out old Rudderbush. No so, Facebook. No, no, no. I'm just checking one more. Thing here, doing Can't a, be too many Christina Rudderbushes on Facebook, right? You would think. Oh no, that's not her. No, I thought I found her, but that's a we found a Christine Rudderbush. Hmm. Huh. But it's she, not her. No, it's definitely her. not her. No, no, my God, no, 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 my God, definitely not no, her. no. So go check her out, DaveAndChuckTheFreak dot com. Uh, we have the story out of Massachusetts where a woman. Didn't realize she hit the jackpot on her lottery ticket, threw it in the trash, and then the people working at that store ended up getting in touch with her, letting her know that she yes. threw away like a winning ticket. This a little different. A Massachusetts woman um, is turning to a TV station for help after she says she was cheated out of some of her winnings by a lottery sales agent. And her story now from WCVB-TV. Let's take a listen into their report. Amelia Smith scratched and scratched her way to what she thought was a winner when she glanced down at her $5 gem mine game. I had three um, symbols indicating that I won. She knew she struck gold. It made me excited, like, woo, woo, woo. But Amelia's excitement turned to disgust when she walked into the Roslindale Food Mart where she bought the ticket to cash in her winnings. She thought she won at least $500. She says the clerk in this lucky store took her ticket, scanned it, and the machine sang a winning tune. It says, ee, a beat 
made a sound on the machine and then a pink sl- cell slip came out and he just grabbed it. Amelia says the clerk wouldn't give her that validation slip showing her winnings or return her scratch ticket. After some back and forth, he handed her $500 cash from the register. One, two, three, four, five. But even with that money in hand, she had a gut feeling that something was wrong. When I call the lottery people and the police. It would appear that what he did was he took the validation slip, kind of crumpled it up quickly, threw it away or otherwise disposed of it, kept it away from the customer, uh, and attempted to pay her approximately $500 uh, in cash. Executive Director Mike Sweeney says the ticket was worth double that payout. Investigators determined the clerk was trying to pocket the winnings and cash in Amelia's ticket for himself. After she made multiple trips to the store, the clerk gave her the rest of her money, but since she still didn't have her ticket, she had no idea what she actually won. We do occasionally run into a situation where there seems to have been some level of malicious intent if not outright criminality potentially involved. Records obtained by Five Investigates show in a similar case in Melrose back in 2014, Delhi owner Chang Cho robbed a disabled woman of her winnings from a scratch ticket by giving her less than $1,000 when she actually won 10000 is Cho thing, pleaded huh? guilty, mm-hmm. was sentenced to three years probation and closed his shop. Last year, more lucrative lottery licenses on the line. Plaza Liquors in Southbridge had its license revoked because of a pending criminal charge related to the business and the store was sold. The lottery suspended the license of Broadway Mini Mart in Lawrence after police busted the store for allegedly selling synthetic marijuana and running an illegal gaming machine. Most of these are very hardworking individual owners, uh, but it does happen. And when it happens, we take it seriously because the integrity of the product and customer satisfaction is of the highest concern for us. It's a big business generating almost $1 billion in revenue for local cities and towns each year. A recent state audit found the lottery failed. Well, so that guy, you're so dumb. Well, because they can go back on the machine and be like, okay, she came in there at 9.50 a.m., what was the lotto scan at 9.50 a.m.? Oh, it was a $1,000 ticket. She should have been given $1,000. She was only given 500 Like, everything is <clears throat> tracked. Right. Yeah. Someone said the dude's an idiot. A $1,000 ticket here is going to pay out like six fifty after taxes. If it was only 1000 dude got a lot of problems for an extra 150 bucks. Yeah. Mm. And it, she came back. He ended up giving her... The rest of it. The rest of it. So he's actually lost a bunch of money on this. Yeah, because he probably gave the full thousand, not realizing that if that's how it works. Like, I don't, I don't, do you get a thousand if it's only a thousand? Then it's on you to pay the taxes later, or does they take the taxes out? I think you usually have to claim it, that you have to get the claim that you won that amount. It's also strange that they pay out that much right there at the store. Because usually anything over like five to six hundred bucks, you have to get from the lottery office. Right. Well, so he was claiming it was five hundred so that he could pay her. Yeah, he was gonna do that. He was gonna go to the lottery office. I'm guessing. Right. But he was just like, I've got five hundred bucks cash here. Give it to her, and I'll go claim yeah, the rest. I'll get the thousand. That's what a stu- I honestly thought it would have been much higher. Like she actually hit a million or something. Yeah. yeah that well, that's what he I was giving her five hundred. Yeah. yeah. Saying she only won five hundred. But they must have went back through the lottery machine. 
And they were like, well, there was a $1,000 winner that day. Right. They could, I'm sure, tell that it was scanned, right? Yeah, exactly. And those machines would typically print out two slips, one for the store that's cashing it out and one for the person that cashed in the ticket. So lottery players, keep that in mind. You should give you the slip that shows exactly what you won whenever you cash it in. Um, someone, actually a bunch of people are saying they do take the tax out because they know most people would never pay it. So they oh, take the tax before they give okay. you the payout. So. I just, I don't even know what I would do is if I handed a ticket in and then the guy like just quickly crumpled stuff up and threw it away. And he was like, yeah, that was a winner. It was only this. I mean, I guess I'd be proactive enough to know exactly how much my ticket was worth. Yeah, find but, out. But like I've seen a guy just hand a giant stack of tickets to someone and just trust Ooh. that they're going to scan and give them the I like the places where you can scan them yourself. Yeah, they have those right? a lot uh, of places. Okay. Yep. You Which just, is great. Then the, it's all on you. Yeah. And sometimes too depending on the state, you can keep that ticket. The ticket you turn in, like the store doesn't need that ticket to to get paid. They have the redemption slip from the machine. Right. So you can keep that ticket as evidence to go back and check and see uh, what you actually got paid. Right. Off to Florida now, where a Florida man was attacked by an alligator while biking along a nature trail. I didn't think they would do something like that, alligators, but... Mm. Well, I guess he lost control of his bike and fell into a body of water. Oh, then you're dead. Here's the story from Fox 35. The big story tonight at 10.30, a bicyclist falls right on top of a gator, and then the gator attacks. Oh, yeah. The cyclist was hurt so badly that he had to be flown to the hospital. Mm. And that guy might not be alive today if it weren't for some good Samaritans who all came to the rescue. Fox 35's John Shaneman talked to them. Well, he had a lot of marks all over his leg, but it was mainly upper thigh. Charlie Shannon was walking his dog when he came upon a biker in distress in a body of water. Like, he was, like, hanging on roots like five feet below me up to here and yeah it was hard to get him out shannon used his dog leash as a makeshift tourniquet as he and others lifted the man out so i just hope he's all right and it was just to be able to get him out of the water and tie it off i think that helped that biker would be airlifted by first responders to the hospital we build the trails clean the trails scott lorraine with the airborne mountain bike club also came upon the scene he says the victim is an accomplished rider who lost a tire going around a curve landing right on top of the gator but he slid out and the water is literally just a couple feet away so he went right into the water and then just as bad luck would be the gator was right there he says he took him down three spins and he thought he was going Trapper John Davidson would arrive shortly after. The female gator will be relocated and Davidson will go back to see if there's a nest. And she was sitting 10 feet off the bank when I showed up. So that leads me to believe it's probably a female and she's probably sitting on a nest somewhere close. So like I said, we'll attempt to rescue the babies if we can. What bad luck. <clears throat> yeah, it's right. You fall onto a gator. Mm. They also built some kind of bicycle death trap, though, like right over top of Gatorland. It's like an advanced like bicycle trail, right? With with yeah, it's like curves. It's like yeah, like a mountain biking style race track. Mm. You don't want to slip off into Gator Pond, Mm. Chuck Luck. That's Chuck Luck. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I'm not doing that though. One place you could fall, you'll fall on a gator. Yeah. 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 Poor bastard. Mm. That's the bad time to have Chuck Luck. Yeah. All right, in other Florida news this morning, a fight broke out 
near the water uh, in Collier County, and apparently it was all over fishing. And now a 65-year-old guy is being accused of being the primary aggressor in this fight. Here's the story from NBC2. Witnesses told deputies John Rossetti broke someone's fishing pole. There was a lot of yelling and screaming, and then came the shoving. We need a police officer here right now. The person who called deputies to the scene Saturday wasn't talking about John Rossetti. Instead, another man involved Throw in the fight. Throw him in. He fell in the water. I don't know if someone hit him, but they're, they're causing a lot, of, uh, a lot of drama. Investigators took a look at this video. You can see multiple people shoving and hitting each other. They were able to see Rossetti push a woman to the ground. I have to wonder what was going through his mind. A witness told deputies Rossetti was mad someone was fishing in a private area. I like to tell that guy, you know, it's Florida. There's fish around. There's going to be people fishing. It's, it's part of life down here. Rossetti asked the man to leave. He refused. Then things got loud and intense. Oh! I definitely don't want anyone picking up a piece of wood and coming at me just for casting a line or two. Although he was caught on video holding up the 4x4 piece of wood, deputies don't believe he hit anyone with it. The 65-year-old is now facing charges for battery and criminal mischief. In Collier County, Megan Myers, NBC2. It's crazy because, to me, like he's not the only one who was like physically aggressive in no, that. I understand no. he pushed the girl and she fell down. But like the guy in the white shirt... like He decked that guy. He decked oh, yeah. the other guy. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, they're calling this old guy the primary <laughs> aggressor. Yeah. Now, he might have started the fight, but... Um, it's I watch every once in a while like people that'll be fishing in different spots like oh I found this little hole fishing hole and blah 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 and every once in a while there's an old guy like this that'll show up it's like you know where you are right now that's my hole like it's like they are I get intimidated by the fishers when you know fishermen when I go to like take Douglas to the beach and they're like I'm like okay be quiet we gotta get by the fish they're trying to get fish. <laughs> Yeah, because dis- they're looking at me like, oh, yeah. you know, don't mess don't up my disturb, fishing day. Don't uh, come to get that dog away. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I but, see guys on a beach that literally that's there every day. They're there from sun up. They got their line in, yeah, uh, yeah. in in the sand, and they're all day long. I, I mean, I guess it's exciting to some people. I could do yeah. it for an hour or two, but that's about yeah. it. I don't get it, but. An update now on a story we told you about a while ago. A Michigan man charged with installing hidden video cameras inside of a tanning salon in Shelby Township. Remember this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this guy has pleaded no contest. Now he's going to be sentenced in a couple of months. Brian Mackiborski. This is uh, his mugshot here, so you remember what he looks like. Well, no, that's there not him. There he is. That's not him. It switched to something else. It won't let me show you. There he is. He plays the harp. See him for a second there. He plays the harp. He's accused of installing <laughs> hidden video cameras and recording both oh, minors hello. and adults. Oh, he's got uh, elven ears. Inside of chaining, changing rooms at the Chili Peppers Tanning Salon. Back in February, an off-duty police officer noticed a small hole in the wall next to a speaker in one of the tanning rooms an investigation revealed a hidden camera in the wall chili peppers tanning has 22 locations in michigan the owners then hired a private investigator to sweep all their other locations no other cameras were found so it was just this one place this guy would go tan and he put in a camera so he could spy on other people tanning there as well yeah so he you know he knows he's guilty yeah 
pleaded no contest. We'll see what he's sentenced to in a couple of months. I love a good rainstorm. I don't mind sitting on the porch when it's pouring out. Uh huh. But I do recall an incident like this, just enjoying the rain and lightning struck really close. Oh, it's yeah. scary. Every and you time. bolt your ass right inside. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened to this Massachusetts family. They were just sitting on the back deck in a storm. And then they realized, oh, damn, this is bad. We better get inside. And they had their little kid out there with them. Here's the story now from WHDH TV. Let's listen in. A shocking strike in Uxbridge. Oh, look at that family. Got their attention. They were sitting on the back porch just relaxing when lightning struck. And that bolt sent the family scrambling to get back inside the house. But they say they're just glad everyone's okay. A close hit that tree back there. Sending a family scrambling. Takes your breath away. You could feel the air move and my ears were ringing and just kind of you want to run, run as fast as you can. Chris and Lauren Buckman say they were on their back porch watching the rain when that bolt of lightning hit behind their neighbor's shed about 30 yards away. <laughs> I can't almost move themselves. We were so shaken up. <laughs> our hearts were pounding. Our adrenaline was racing. Lauren grabbed for their son, Axel, and they all got inside safely. The toddler <laughs> wasn't phased. <laughs> he stopped crying immediately when we got in the house and asked to watch a TV show. This family says they're just grateful this close call ended. A serious injury. We were in shock. It just sucks the breath out of your lungs. It was wild. That's really close. Yeah, no, that's right at the edge of their property there. So there wasn't storming at the time. It seemed like it was just raining. Yeah, yeah. like it wasn't too bad. Just a yeah, random I mean, otherwise lightning we strike. Be sitting out there, I wouldn't think. But mm. it's, yeah, hopefully yeah. that kid doesn't have a lifelong fear of lightning. Uh, you may have. Oh. Just put that in him, right? <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah, but that's how like, you get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you get it. A yeah. uh, driver with just a learner's permit had a bad day in Colorado. Drove right into someone's pool. Oh, geez, still Poor learning. Huh? Still CBS learning. Denver with this quick story. Let's take a listen in here. Hot out there. People are driving into swimming pools. Lakewood police responded yesterday. Police say a teenage driver accidentally put the car in reverse. The driver and the adult passenger are both okay. Teenager got a ticket, though, for careless driving. West Metro Fire helped police there on the scene. A towing company got that car out of the swimming pool. Uh, you're going to be a bad driver if you've already landed in a pool, yeah, I think. It's not good. It's not good at all. It's a bad start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched Zane just drive a shopping cart the other day in a grocery store, and I am still terrified. Oh, oh he's going to be behind oh, the wheel. Did he crash into anything? Yeah, a couple things, and then kind of got stuck by the cash register. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, when he starts driving. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I'm going to look for some sort of bubble wrap vehicle or something. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Boy. Something that will protect all of us and him. Mm. I'm very nervous about the whole situation. He's going to be 15 this soon, fall. Very soon. So we've got about a year and a bit to prepare mm-hmm. ourselves for. When's he start training? He could start now, right? He, well, I think you got to be 15 before you oh, can okay. officially start where we are. So, yeah. Uh, oh, so yeah. he'll be 15. And he's already before. bugging us to like go to parking lots and practice. Oh. I'm like, I don't have it's, the nerve for I that. I know, but it might be, I, uh, it might be the smartest move. 
I feel like I need you to know, hire a professional to. Well, maybe. You know, yeah, maybe. not the worst idea either. I may be the guy you're looking for, Dave. Oh, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'll teach him to drive in a bar. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's what you a do. good idea. You're you already his hero, James. I don't know if you should spend any more time. This together. is called a donut. <laughs> now pull the steering wheel. It's Verizon Canada. Let the gun it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What we're going to do here is we're going to go as fast as we can, and we're going to pull this parking brake. You only do this in front of tons of babes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And trust me, you'll be a legend in yeah. no time. This, if this had happened a year ago, this would have been devastating. A Walmart in Illinois had to be evacuated after someone set their entire toilet paper display on fire. Hmm. When we well, were in the midst of the big toilet paper shortage of 2020, oh, yeah. that yep. would have been brutal. Yeah. This happened at a Walmart supercenter in Illinois uh, in Skokie. Skokie police say that they quickly called the firefighters to extinguish it. No one was injured. Uh, someone suspected of setting the toilet paper on fire was apprehended. They lost the entire section of toilet paper and tissues, though. All gone. Wow. That took them a while, huh, to decide to put that out? Or to just go up that fast, you think? I would think it just, it's yeah. just it probably goes yeah. up pretty fast. Pretty fast, huh? If they put, I don't know, they don't mention accelerant, but you think you'd need to... Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Get the plastic... Started would help for it to all just burn it seems to too. be a weird little trend lately there's people just walking into stores and setting stuff on fire displays That's and stuff it's a disturbing trend yeah i think society's really in a like almost borderline riot mode yeah like right on the edge yeah of that, like right before it's an actual riot mm-hmm. so they'll have little indoor riots just something we deal with now yeah. <laughs> indoor riots occasionally <laughs> <laughs> Just another little indoor Calm riot. Calm down. It's an indoor riot. Fine, everybody's got a riot since it's riot times. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> Just another one. Yeah. Google employees have admitted listening to people's private conversations. Shocker, huh? <laughs> a team representing the tech giant were being questioned by a parliamentary panel in India. They said that employees do listen to conversations when users open Google Assistant on their smartphones or speakers and say, OK, Google. However, AI Assistant, they say, will occasionally record snippets of conversation without the prompts. Yeah. Yeah. Google says only a tiny amount of that audio is accessible and employees avoid listening to sensitive conversations. Of course. Uh. Uh, Google rep later said, since this was a closed-door hearing, we can't comment on stories that happen behind closed doors. Does nobody see what's going to happen? I mean, they got the robots <laughs> dancing. Yep. <laughs> the dogs. Yep. Hey, dude, I was thinking about it yesterday, those dancing robots. They wanted to, us to think they're friendly. That's what it is. They want to get you used to them being around. Mm-hmm. And dancing. like I said to well, you, I was like... the dogs, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so, too. Dogs. But they're yep. just obviously killing machines yeah like i said i was like eventually you have to picture that dancing robot with two guns in its arms yeah look at look at all three they had the entire killer robot cast oh and it's such a twisted song to have because we're not gonna love them no do you love me (laughs) because i'm going to kill you (laughs) right there's even a newer one where it's like i just saw one from the other day yeah like they it's like a soul dancing or something Oh. Like a really soulful song, and the the robot is so good at it now that it's like you're like you can feel almost the emotion from from yeah. it. It'll be right before we are all dead. I just 
they got to stop building these things. They're not. Watch gonna, the no, movies. they're just going to keep building them more and more. Yeah, it's, it dances to "Do You Love Me," uh, yeah, it's not, which is messed up. It yeah. is messed up. <laughs> it's really messed up. <laughs> Trying but, to get us to love them. I know. We'll never love those robots. <laughs> no, we won't. I won't. I know right what they're up to. <laughs> You've even made me suspicious of them. <laughs> I used to love a nice little robot. <laughs> it's just, and you know, like me and Andy said, it's like, is any robot company out there really like not vying for a military contract? Those people have one. Oh, I know, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, are there, is there really like a we're just gonna right? We make, just want to make them. Maybe that that what is it? Massimo is that the one that maybe. like is like can barely do anything? Right. Like they're just a fun robot. Like, I get it. We need robots to go in and help seniors get stuff and live a more independent life and all that kind of stuff. But to think that the development cycle of this is not for military application is just crazy. Yeah. Man. And I guess I think we know here what your parents were doing with all their free time at home during the pandemic. A new study at the University of Pittsburgh found sales of Viagra and other erectile dysfunction drugs skyrocketed last year. There was a dip in sales early on in March and April, but then they went through the roof after that. The author of the study says the stats suggest people were having more spontaneous sex with their partners than ever before and that the men wanted to always be ready. Mm. So people were buying up boner pills left and right. Well, if you're at home not doing much, you bang. Yeah. You keep banging. And you got to be ready to bang. Mm-hmm. I do wonder if they'll see a spike after this, like, of births. Well, remember, we thought that initially, and then reports came out, like, no. It was like people were, people were like, people uh, were more let's like, let's not this. bring a baby yeah, into this world. Exactly. I want to be at the yeah. hospital yeah. And a, yeah, with a baby, yeah. Yeah, you know, all that. So yeah. they, if they were extra banging, they were taking precautions. Yeah. Yeah. To make sure that didn't happen. We'll take a quick break. When we come back in a moment, Celebrity Dirt and Sports News is up next. Is a seven foot four, 14 year old girl absolutely killing it in her basketball league? Will Bezos make it to space in his dick rocket this morning? Oh my God. <laughs> and do you have sex with your bra on? All that and more coming up. We'll be back in just a moment on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Jennifer Lawrence is in the new movie Red Sparrow. She plays a ballerina recruited into a Russian intelligence service where she's forced to use her body as a weapon. Stop right there. Nice. That's it. You've got me. What makes it enticing is the apparent level of sexual content and full frontal nudity. Even the critics were like, oh, goodness. No. What was interesting, though, is how comfortable she was roaming the set naked during filming. She said she was nude a lot, and she's sure she made the crew uncomfortable at times. Sometimes I feel like she just says this kind of stuff just to get us going. Yeah. Yeah. She knows, you know. She what like say? Like, oh my shit! You do like a lot. Like, what do you mean by a lot? Was that like just eating dinner and snacks? So let me get you straight in my brain just for later. You're just walking around nude, just completely naked. It's just so hot in here. Just a little sweaty. Oh my gosh! Like your body's glistening. You don't need a robe because it's just a little too hot for a robe. Everybody's feeling really weird about it. I think she's got us kind of figured out. <clears throat> yeah. Some women know how to play us. She's like the one. Yeah. It's Dave and Chuck the. Freak. DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, 
has this amazing offer. Place any pre-event wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this year. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up with code RIF, R-I-F. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up, Michigan only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Seven twenty nine here on a Tuesday morning on Dave and Chuck the Freak, and thanks a lot for being with us. I mentioned the fact that my wife went through uh, knee replacement surgery last week, even though she's you know way young for that. Her knee was shot, and they decided just to do it. They were going to do a partial knee replacement. They ended up. And they opened her up, realized she needed a whole thing. I'm a little worried now about her morphine problem. Morphine. Oh, problem. they're giving, oh, her, they, they're giving her morphine. They morphine. That's pretty powerful. So, but she wants that drip, drip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's like it. But okay, a couple of things. They told, like, they drilled it into her head in the hospital. They said, "Don't be a hero. Yeah, take the meds because yeah. you, if you leave it too long." The pain will be unbelievable. Yeah, like you, and I. I think with something like that, they say you you have to stay ahead of it. Once you don't, you can't get the pain to go away. Yeah, you know, like it. It uh, got to get in front of it. You right. gotta. You gotta be in front of it at all times. I didn't realize they gave morphine. For so that. she That's takes fifteen milligrams in the morning, fifteen milligrams at night, and during in between, they've given her five milligram pills to pop. If she needs it as needed. Man, that's and a scary drug to prescribe. Yeah, I know. It so yep. it's got me worried because one, she's out of it, right? Like yesterday morning, she thought I was Jameson. Yeah. yeah. She pet me before I left. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like, uh-oh. Yeah. And then yesterday, she had a couple of moments where I just, she just didn't make any sense. I got a couple of texts from her. I couldn't tell you what they meant. Oh, she yeah. able to do her exercises with being on morphine? She, well, they help. Right? Yeah. yeah. She's not feeling no pain. Yeah. So she's all good with that. Yeah, just as long as there's no long-lasting... I know, uh, I'm trying to wean her. I'm like, yeah, let's just take a little it's easy probably, on It's to, probably not time yet. Do they yeah. go to, like, Tylenol 3s after that? Well, so mm-hmm. she goes for her follow-up, not until next week, though. So they've given her enough to get her to then, and then they'll, yeah. they'll decide from there what they do. I think you're talking about something that's so incredibly painful... Yeah, I just wonder when she transitions. Yeah. Well, oh, she has at least, at least two weeks supply of morphine. Yeah. Oh. That's good to know. So. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> that is crazy. It's going to be like 12 it's people kicking Dave's door. It's hard to be hard not to pop in on her and be like, you're not addicted, are you? Not yeah. 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 <laughs> just try, wow. just try a little thing of like where you like, you're like, I'm going to go flush these down the toilet. Do you think that's okay? Oh, God. And then when she strikes, <laughs> you'll know. When she strikes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know Jesus. anybody that's ever been prescribed a morphine. Me either. Yeah, I didn't. I got, uh, I think I got Vicodin when I had my gallbladder out. And, uh, but yeah, she got morphine. Yeah, morphine's crazy. Wow. That's like a hospice drug. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only time I hear about yeah. it. And she's got an addictive personality, too. That's not right. Good. I know it's not, but that's her. Yeah. So I got to, I got to hope that next week when we see the doctor again there. It just sucks if you got an addictive personality and you need morphine. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. 
Like if I ever need like a surgery, a surgery I'll be like, I'm in horrible pain, but I have drug problems. <laughs> and then they're going to be like, oh, well, here, uh, just to uh, eat this turkey sandwich. Eat, eat these roots. Yeah, right. Eat these roots. They say. Take this ginseng. Yeah. Maybe like CBD or something. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, right. Like it's just as good. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Um, someone said if she takes it for more than a month, she'll definitely go through withdrawals. Well, hopefully it's not. That's why they did a two week, right? Yeah. That's the crazy thing about opiates, right? They yes. give, they have they give you physical withdrawals, like uh, yeah. make you sick not having the drug. Oh. That's why. And you know there was that time there, like even for something minor, like my back hurt. Or something, they'd give you a big bottle of them and be mm-hmm. like, go for it. I don't think it's think like that still anymore. Do. I think well, some still do. Depending you go to the on right the guy. Doctor. Yeah, right? He's just, the one that called her to Vicodin and Yeah, that's the that's one I the thought one. that they usually typically prescribe yeah. you. Oh, she's fine. I thought like she's had way more than normal. The maximum daily dose is 120 milligrams a day. So she's taking... The lowest, probably, right? Yeah, she's... Uh, she's in the middle of the she's lowest. She's 30 oh. prescribed and then extra as needed. So maybe she takes 50 to 60 a day. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that's... Yeah, yeah you're probably... Right. I thought she was... like She's become a full druggie. She's yeah, right. a full druggie. <laughs> so she's gonna like electronics are missing now. He's a, she's a druggie. <laughs> a drug abuser. <laughs> Uh, someone said they put me on morphine for pancreatitis. They gave me too much. I hallucinated all night, but like spiders were crawling all over me. Oh, that's not the one you want. That's not. A- she has had moments where, like, she woke Zane up. You know, he slept. The, we have a little couch at the bottom of our bed. He slept yeah. there one night. She's like, "Quick, we're gonna be late for dinner." Oh no! Oh, she's real out of yeah. it. Yeah, oh, and, and he's like, "Mom, no, you're fine. <laughs> There's no dinner. It's six a.m." <sighs> So, yep, my druggy wife. Open that. Open <laughs> she gets off that stuff soon. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up here, we got celebrity dirt and sports news on the way. Is a seven foot four, fourteen year old girl just killing it in her basketball league? Will Bezos make it to space in his dick rocket later this morning? And do you have sex with your bra on? We'll talk about that. First up, Peyton and Eli Manning are going to provide alternate commentary for some Monday Night Football games on ESPN2. It sounds like their version is going to be a bit more loosey-goosey, more party-like than the commentary you'll hear on the regular ESPN broadcast. And we've said they need to start doing stuff like this, Yeah. right? Yep. They need to lighten it up to bring you know the casual fan in. I thought baseball should have been doing this for a long, long time. You know, it's it's funny because, you know, we had like a announcing crew that would kind of joke around from time to time with the Tiger games before they tried to kill each other or whatever, allegedly, um, and were fired. But there were people that were like, no, I hate that. I can't stand it. Trying to be funny. It's like. There should be a funny version of anything that you want to watch on TV. Right. Sports-wise. Have the regular version. Have the diehards person the version. The diehards don't want any yuckety yucks. Exactly. But then have the alternate version for people. Uh, they say Peyton and Eli are going to bring a different approach, delving into conversation about broader, big-picture topics while also honing in on the game, much like fans do while watching with their family and friends. They'll be joined each week by a third rotating host plus guest athletes and celebrities. They're going to do it first 10 games per season 
for the next three seasons, starting with the first three Monday night football games of the season. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what exactly they're doing. That sounds that sounds different. What is that? Yeah, what? That sounds like they're going to be sitting around like on a couch while the game's on in the I background. Don't, I don't think kind a lot of, of diehards like you know you just want to watch the game. Yeah, you don't hear you don't want to hear that. Well, I don't want to hear conversations going right, that's on. What, that's what it sounds like. But like to me, I don't mind if some guy was kind of a little bit funny while he was like doing the you know color commentary of the game. Maybe football's not the right sport for it, but I'm going to give it a whirl. But again, you know, it's on ESPN2. You can still watch the regular game with the yeah. regular commentary. Like, who's that punter? There's a punter with like a big podcast and Mac- Pat McAfee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's a really funny dude. Like, I'd be interested in watching. He's WWE commentator now. Oh, is he really? Yep. Wow. He's doing a great job. See? Hmm. They know they've got him. I think you just have to find that line between, you know, entertainment and commentary. Yeah. And bridge the two a little bit more for some people because they're losing ground, right? Uh, They're aging. A lot of these sports are not aging well. Older fans are aging out and the younger fans aren't into it as much. Well, and it's just funny because in order to placate the oldest among them, you know, all of these sports will do things like, you know, they're like, well, no dancing in the end zone because that 75-year-old man hates it, hates it. And it's just like, wow, like let, you know, if you if you see what these kids do nowadays, like just in baseball, like the the heckling that goes on, it's just insane. Like it's different. It's just different than our time. We talked about the Saturday night baseball game between the Yankees and the Red Sox that saw Boston outfielder Alex Verdugo get, you know, hit by a ball that was thrown by a fan. Well, we told you that dude has been banned for life mm-hmm. by the Yankees from Yankee Stadium. Everyone else came on board. He has now been banned from every Major League Baseball ballpark for life. Good. After throwing a ball at that player. We've said before it's hard to enforce those kind of things. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah I don't it's know more symbolic. Well, I think it's more symbolic because I can yeah. just go like you can buy tickets and I can just go with you and they'll right. never know. Right? Why. They're not but until they know. get incredible facial recognition technology scanning right. us at every entrance everywhere, which is coming. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think that, I always think you know there, there's a new stadium that was built in in uh, downtown Detroit where the Red Wings and the Pistons play. And there's this big board where you stand in front of a camera and then it's like, yeah. it puts yes. you up on the screen. I always think, this is how they're going to get us. Yeah. Oh, because we're so just, dumb. We're, like, we're so dumb. Like, look at me. That's how they're going to get all of our faces. Well, they already got me. Right yeah. Yeah. Trying to hang yeah. out with the hockey team. Yeah. They got me for sure then. Yeah. <laughs> they know we're just so that dumb. We'll be like, yeah, get me on camera. Yeah. Got his face next. Another week, another professional sports star comes out of the closet. NHL prospect Luke Prokop just became the first openly gay active player in the NHL. He made his announcement on Twitter saying, Today I'm proud to tell everyone I'm gay. He said, it's been quite the journey to get to this point in my life, but I couldn't be happier with my decision. From a young age, I've dreamed of being an NHL player, and I believe that living this life will allow me to bring my whole self to the rink and improve my chances of fulfilling my dreams. Uh, Here is, I think he's been, um, the Hurricanes have signed him. 
But uh, he's from Canada. He's a predator, sorry, a predator's prospect. Okay. And he just made it official yesterday. Well, that's good. That's good. Absolutely. Uh, 14-year-old girl. If you had a middle schooler play basketball, you know there's always at least one team that has someone that's really tall. Uh Even with my kids when they played volleyball or basketball, there was always like a standout person. You're like, is that kid really Exactly. Can we check some birth certificates? But there's one person that hits like their growth spurt before the other kids do. Um, There's a girls' youth team in China. Only instead of the tall girl being maybe six feet, this team has a girl who's seven foot five. That's Eddie and zero athletic skills. Let's see here. (laughs) Shang Siu is 14. (sighs) No, dude, she's killing it in her basketball league. She put up 42 points. (laughs) Right. So the fact that she doesn't have a thousand points means she sucks. Just like Dave playing against four year olds. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) She put up 42 points, 25 rebounds, and six blocks to win the China Nationals. Yeah. She's been going viral on Chinese social media. We put a link to this up at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. Now her highlight reel is popping up everywhere. She measures seven foot, 4.9 inches. That's seven inches taller than LeBron James. And she's within two inches of Yao Ming, who's tied for the fourth tallest player in NBA history. So if she was in the NBA now, she'd be tied for the sixth tallest player in league history. Is um, is there like a highlight reel of her actually like running and stuff? I'm, I'm just wondering if is she one of these girls that she's never going to stop growing? Well, that's yeah, I hope not. I mean, right already it's, you know, it's too it's tall bad, already. Right. Yeah. Like, wait, wait. It's like watching those she's, kids play basketball against Sauron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's gigantic. Yeah, she is. She really is. Yeah, it's the same yeah, thing, it looks same, like. Yeah, the same reel. Yeah. It's just that, um, you know, a lot of times when people, like, shoot up this this tall, you can't do the things that you can't get around. But she's at least still getting around. You just hope it sort of, like, stops, and then she can get used to her body, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's a little more of her here in this one. She doesn't really even have to move that much. That's, and that's what I'm so saying, tall. you know, like you don't move the... She just throws it I'm around. I'm surprised she doesn't accidentally it. step on kids and kill them. Those kids are like, why do we got to play with this <laughs> tall oh, I, That's the worst, right? Girl on the opposite team. Uh, she gets around okay. Her parents were both professional basketball players overseas. Her mother was a member of the Chinese national team. She's now taller than both of them, though, and she's still just 14. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, so my son Zane is 6'2 at 14, and I'm worried that he's going to get... I don't think it'd be 7'5". Like, it won't be 7'5", but I... Like, he's going to be tall. He'll yeah. be at least my height, if oh, not. Yeah, he's really yeah. tall. And I never wanted that, to be truthful. You want yeah. them to be tall, but I, I just know that being this tall sucks. It's not fun. Yeah. Most kids end up taller than their parent. Yeah. So. His older brother hates it because he's now Aiden 6'2", and Zane just creeped a little bit past oh, his tall yeah. the first time. With the opening ceremonies for the Tokyo Olympics scheduled for this weekend, there have now been more than 60 COVID cases connected to the game. So that's really going to throw a wrench into some things. Two Americans are the latest gymnast, uh, Kara Eaker, and women's basketball star, Katie Lou Samuelson. They are out. They cannot compete. 
Toyota is a major sponsor of the games, but they've decided to pull all their commercials from Olympic programming in Japan. They've said their CEO is now not going to attend the opening ceremony. These games have become really unpopular. Most people now never wanted them to happen, right? They were afraid it's going to make their COVID cases go out of control. So now big corporations are pulling out saying, well, we don't want to be associated with them then because well, there's maybe such a... should have said that before. Uh, exactly. Because it's you only... Then you made a decision based cause it's all, because it's all about money. But, I mean, don't you feel like it's the money outside of... Like, don't you think there's a lot of, like... American yeah. money that is set to be made yeah. on these Olympic oh, sure. games yeah, from yeah. the broadcast exactly. and stuff. Absolutely, you know? there is, and so that's why there's a lot of pressure. It's not just like the, yeah, the Japanese corporations, co- corporations pu- putting pressure, yeah. right? Uh, for the rest of the world, they'll still make a ton of money, exactly, from their broadcast of these games. And we can just sit back and watch, yes, and yeah, not be affected, <laughs> right. Way. It sounds like a, a mess already. So yeah, NBC is already broadcasting the Today Show from Tokyo yeah. this morning, so they're all over it. But um, yeah, they are in Japan. People are not happy. When do these things start? This weekend is the okay. opening ceremonies. And uh, here's a first: Australia is the first ever to have a furry as their Olympic mascot. The first country as well to have furry art on legal tender the australian government commissioned fursonus for its olympic mascot and furries everywhere are loving it well it, it looks like a furry cricket player that's what it I is i believe but it's their mascot for these olympic games and because it's an official mascot feeling. there's collectible coins there's comic books there's sticker booklets all sorts of things Did australia know <laughs> Do they know about I'll it? Yo, Australia. Hey, like hey, uh, hi, Australia. We need to check on Australia. Are they okay? You know, this is a furry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a field hockey. It looks like field hockey stick. Well, that's just one. They, they've Kevin oh, boxing. They okay. got so doing all sorts doing of stuff. Right? Doing everything. all the sports. But that's just who they've picked as their mascot for it's these Olympic games. Human-like dog. Mm. Fox thing Wolf. right but the furries think finally well, they're being represented well and they are yeah. on and a they major are. level was it an accident like they that's didn't what know. i'm wondering that's they Lisa's. don't know like, <laughs> they, they need to have a you well, know someone, someone has to talk to like, them. what well, do you mean people put costumes on and have sex with each other <laughs> well that's what they do see in other in other people countries no listen in your country right. you're all good looking so you just take your shirts off right. and have sex with each other have sex naked where actually. i'm where i'm from <laughs> i am somehow okay looking and look at me so oh, yeah, it's depressing there are people there are people way worse than me that have to put a furry costume on oh and have sex with each other. Just <laughs> like dogs and do they? They have dogs, octopuses. Uh, you We've know, already uh, made the stickers. <laughs> oh, jeez, kind of huh? It's like a six dog. I mean, I don't want to scare you, but if you do like a probably a porn search with whatever this guy's name is, oh, it's gonna be pretty bad, pretty fast. Yikes. It's quite embarrassing. <laughs> You guys just don't understand it because yeah, of how good looking you yeah, are. Yeah, we just never cover up our bodies over here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you do that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, they they didn't realize it was very furry. Now, it's not always necessarily sexual. Keep that in mind. But um, still, furries are No, That's thrilled. how we know it. Yes. Yeah. They're thrilled for the representation finally yeah. on a national level somewhere. Yeah. Well, in uh, literally just over an hour from now, the world could lose the richest person on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> or one of. Uh, yep. Jeff Bezos boards his dick rocket and heads to space. Why? I don't understand why it's designed as a dick. Why it's shaped like a penis? It almost to me seems like, you know that movie, The Dictator, when he's trying <laughs> yes. to develop that missile and yes. it doesn't look right to yeah. him? Yeah. It's not scary enough. I feel like Jeff Bezos was like, make it look more like a penis. Yeah, he was like, he was like, I don't know, rounder at the top, rounder at the top. <laughs> right. The richest man on the planet is preparing for a rocket-powered 11-minute, 2,300-mile-per-hour excursion to the edge of space, capping off a month filled with rocket news and a bit of drama among the world's richest people who are dedicating large portions of their wealth to rocket development. Bezos, who founded Blue Origin in 2000 with the goal of using some of his Amazon fortune to develop rocket technology for a variety of business purposes, will take his journey just nine days after fellow billionaire and rocket company founder Richard Branson took his own trip. But Bezos's flight and the technology his company developed to get him there, far different than Branson's. Blue Origin's New Shepard is a small dick-shaped rocket that takes off vertically from a launch pad, giving a shorter yet higher speed experience than the aerial launch space plane created by Branson's Virgin Galactic. It's designed to shuttle paying customers more than dozens of miles above the Earth's surface for a few moments of weightlessness and panoramic views of the Earth. New Shepard has flown 15 automated test flights with no people on board. This is the first ever time... It'll be a crude flight. Well, there's no pilots on this rocket. It's all com- controlled by computers. Oh, my it's, God. Yeah. It's, yeah. You guys, we could lose Bezos today. We yeah. could. Do we plan on watching this? Well, this I, is... I feel like you They've have already to. started the to. live stream. Yeah, I think we have So to. we're an hour and ten minutes away from... This is actually happening. Do you think if we do lose him, everybody's... I invited my brother to come on this first flight because we're closest friends. I really want you to come with me. Would you? Are you serious? I am. I think it would be meaningful. Have my brother there. I wasn't even expecting him to say... Die with me. (laughs) Come die. Come burn alive. Asked me to go along. I was just awestruck. Seriously? If you're willing, if you want to. You look exactly like... They do. They do. Not only to have this adventure, but to be able to do it with uh, my best friend. I love you. I love you too. First he emerges. Jeez, I'm because here's the thing about rockets. It's it's only a matter of time. Right, they're touchy things. They're touchy. Yeah. They're touchy. A couple yeah. of things. Yeah. Little things go wrong. Yeah, his brother was probably like, "Yeah, I'll go because if you die up there and I'd get all your money, that would suck. That would totally, that would totally suck. I, I would just uh, yeah. would hate that. So yeah, I'll go, Jeff. Yeah, I'll go. You don't really have a, you don't really have a choice, right? And then when they float when off, they ask you, when I'd be like, I know, I'm going to hold down the phone here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll I'll come yeah, yeah, down here, yeah. and then you go up there do your space adventure. Oh, that's fine. I just. Hold on, I gotta make a quick adjustment to my will. Oh, all right, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Um, no, don't put it away. I'll all go. right, I'll put my pen down. Oh God, glad you're coming, brother. I love you. When they do float off into like the far reaches of space, and nobody, they're like, we've lost Bezos, and people will be like, oh my God, oh my God. 
What does that mean for my Amazon Prime? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Will they cancel on? It? It'll keep on trucking. <laughs> okay, thank God. Yeah. Well, he. It, it's just weird timing too, because he just pulled himself out of Amazon, right? He yeah. stepped down, and yeah. he no longer yeah. has anything to do with the day-to-day operations. And now he's shooting himself off in a dick to space. <laughs> um, so now that they're all becoming fake astronauts, billionaires seem to be in the news more and more. But do we really like these people? According to a new poll, the answer is mostly, eh. Oprah appears to be our most liked billionaire. She's got 45% favorability, but another 45% hater. Yeah. The rest yeah. just aren't sure. Bill Gates and Warren Buffett are feud favor- favorably by 41% of Americans. Elon Musk rated 39% favorable, 37% unfavorable. Richard Branson is viewed favorably 34% to 23% unfavorable. The rest have higher unfavorable ratings than favorable, including Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, and George Soros. Zuckerberg had the highest yeah. unfavorability rating at 60%. Isn't Kim Kardashian a billionaire now? Oh, yeah. I think she probably oh is, right? She probably is. And her sister. I know her sister is for sure. Yeah, she just is, did she just that. reach a billion? Know. That's insanity. I'm trying and, to think of like who, you know, like a lot of billionaires are billionaires because yeah, they, billion. you know, like you think of Elon Musk. He's like an engineer. He came up with stuff. He's like changing you know, the world. He's hands hands on. Bezos started a book. But he's transitioned it into a website (laughs) that the majority of the country uses to get every single little thing they need. I know, but it's not like a it's not like a skill. Yeah. Well, it's not business skill to turn to something turn from a tiny little operation uh, into one of the biggest companies in the world. That's a skill. I, get it. That I mean, I get it. It's impressive. It's impressive. No it's, but he, I think other. It's not it's not tangible. It's not something you can like impressive. say, oh, he invented that. It's just it's a right. business model. He it's saw a whole, the he's the porn. He's the porn hub of products. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he identified like the hole in the market, and then yeah. he's the porn hub of products. Like, he made you his go website there, the go-to website online. to get products, just like I would go to Pornhub to get porn. That they don't make their own porn; they don't have to. Right? They probably do now, but you don't. They never had. It to. is the same concept. <clears throat> Amazon doesn't have to make anything themselves; they do mm-hmm. because they've realized, oh wow, we'll make the cheap charging cable that you need to buy right. every five minutes, right? And we'll make even and most more companies money. do that. Yeah. And they make I their own brand. I think somehow that's more impressive because it's like you took you took a book thing and turned it into a, over a billion dollars. Yeah. Billions of dollars. He's become the richest man in the world. Yeah. With that. Yeah. So, yeah, let's see where they're at now here. Oh, they're at the, they're just at the desk talking about, they're, pre- they're prepping the dick as we speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One hour, <laughs> and, one hour and nine minutes until they uh, take to the sky. So we'll see. What happens there? We're going to forget, off. right? We're no, going to forget we'll that everyone pay everyone. Oh, no. I'll, I'll set a the timer. Yeah. Okay. I would set They're a right timer. In, right in our face. I yeah. wonder if his helmet has two donger antennas. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the perfect captain. Just one. Just one. <laughs> yeah, just like, like a, a unicorn. Yeah, like a rhino. So do you, Chuck, just back up for a second. Do you think it's what? more impressive that Kim Kardashian took it up the ass and transitioned that? No, I think she's in the same category as. She's like a Bezos? Really? Yeah, just a business person. 
Yeah, I feel like it's Bezos. It's impressive to take to, that she became what she did. With yeah, him, with I'm, I'm not saying that being a billionaire and getting that kind of stuff isn't impressive. It's just that I think some things are built more on like someone's Talent, like skill skills, set mind. and mind yeah, yeah. And, and creative thinking. And right. then other people's are like timing yeah. and a decent idea. And holy cow, did this work? Right. That, that's all. Yeah. I'm just, you know. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It's more impressive. It's like, um, in fact, there's a uh, a video of Elon Musk and then the guy who owns, I think, Alibaba mm-hmm. in China, where they're both doing a press conference and a question is asked. And the guy from Alibaba like gives some kind of answer where it's like, Elon Musk realized, oh my God, this guy's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like he's this guy's a moron, but he's like one of the richest men in the world. But he's a moron. He just got. He just started this thing, and it. But he's dumbass. Sometimes that that's the way it is. Yep. Mm. Yep. They're fluffing the dick right now. Yeah. Look at that. Cooling the dick. Well, that doesn't really look impressive. That looks quite. Well, it's been it's been shot up there a few times. We should maybe repaint it. Yeah. Make it look new for the first official flight. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. That is disconcerting to see, it isn't it? Is, yeah. Yeah, it's been... It's been around for 50 years. That's probably how Bezos wanted it. He's like, make it look like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Well, yeah. he was dressed like very Harrison Ford like. Did you notice his <laughs> yeah. vest and stuff when we watched that clip? Yeah, he made... He has a cowboy hat and everything. He thinks he's Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah. He does. Yeah, they did have a cowboy <laughs> Yeah, His brother was like, oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Do you think they're nervous right now? Oh my god! Wouldn't I'd be grabbing my pants. There would not be enough Xanax for mm-hmm. me to yeah. go on. There. I think that they're nervous, and that's why they're going to space. Well, yeah, they're oh. getting. They know it's time. Type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hear that's all this stuff again. See, look, he's dressed just like Harrison Ford. He really is. He's, he's got a Han Solo vest. <laughs> he has a Han Solo outfit. <laughs> Give me my Han Solo vest. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, if he's got blue pants on with a stripe down the leg, I'm yeah. gonna be like, okay, I see. So his brother's like his Chewy. Yeah, and off they go. Tell my wardrobe is to lay me out something that makes me look like a cowboy from space. <laughs> <laughs> That's the look he's going for. And uh, again, we'll see in just about an hour how it goes. Actress Shailene Woodley, if you've seen any of her movies, you know she's not against nudity as long as she has some control over it. She said, I've never felt uncomfortable doing intimate scenes because I'm vocal. We always have conversations of, is this necessary? Does it add to this scene? But she says she doesn't like sex scenes where she doesn't take everything off. She said, I'll see movies, you'll see two people having sex and the woman has her bra on. She says, in real life, I don't think anyone does that. Sex with a bra? Really? It's just not realistic. I think that maybe there's some women that do it, keep their bra on, but I wouldn't like it. Yeah, like, isn't that the first thing you cut loose? Yeah. yeah. I've developed the one-handed pop-up yeah. skill, right? Yeah. You have to be able to do that. Yeah. I would not be happy if you decided. Maybe some people, women that aren't comfortable with their titties. I guess. That'd be the only way Right, yeah. I think in porn there are some girls that'll do it because they've got those bad European boob jobs where they just cut their boobs underneath, mm-hmm. and some of them are so bad and so Russian that you see the big scar. So they leave a bra on, and sometimes they'll even just pull it down. But they that oh, but it covers the scar. Covers the scar. It's like a dead giveaway that they you got the wonky boobs. There's one woman that says it's for comfort for her because hers are big. Well. 
They're going crazy. I mean, yeah. I guess if you've got these gigantic things flying around, mm-hmm. then maybe. But, like, that's half your fun, right? I mean, that's right. half your fun. Who doesn't want gigantic things flying around? Right. It's all part of sex. But I, so I see what she's saying. It doesn't seem realistic when you see yeah. women in movies that have that. And here's another weird side effect of the pandemic. American kids have been binge-watching so much of the British cartoon Peppa Pig, they're developing English accents and even u- using words like telly and jolly ho. I'm telling you right now. So Stella went through a phase where she was watching Peppa Pig, and she could do an English accent like money. I was like, oh, my God. Like she would, I'd start talking to her like that. She could. You just pick it up so easy. You pick it up when you're young. Let's take a listen here to a bit of Dick-lick-de-clack. I've sung a song. Now are we nearly there? Oh, oh, there's still a long way to go, Peppa. We won't get there until tomorrow morning. But what about bedtime? So the so-called Peppa effect has led kids to mimic the star... But many are saying now that COVID restrictions and them binge-watching more TV made the phenomenon more widespread. Parents say their kids are saying things like Father Christmas instead of Santa Claus. And expressions like, let's give it a go. God, I wish I was paying attention back then to the things that she would say. But uh, there were some stuff I would like turn my head and be like shocked that she was able to pull off. A uh, California mother said on a recent vacation, my five-year-old said, I'm loving my holiday, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and she had to say, hey, we speak American in this house. We speak so American! Shut up! We speak American! <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, another woman. <laughs> it ain't English, it's American! <laughs> another woman from Rhode Island said her kid says things like, Mommy, you're going to the optician today. The- <laughs> we don't stand a chance. No, we don't. No. We speak American, you little bitch! <laughs> What's disturbing to me is the Peppa Pigs. All the pig heads look like dongers. Yes. Yeah, like big balls. balls Like that's how I used to draw wieners when I was, you know, (laughs) in junior high, maybe high school too. Yep. You can see that. Through the mind of James. Peppa Pig through the mind of James. (laughs) There you have it. We'll take a break when we come back in just a moment here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Well, we got other stuff coming up. What do we got, Dave? Oh, I think I may have thrown it in the garbage. What I'm going to tell you about it somewhere around here. Uh, what insane thing did a woman do when she broke into a dentist's office? Hmm. Does a man with a micro penis get turned on by watching his partner sexed with well-endowed strangers? And what did a guy do when he found out his wife was planning to have him killed? We'll get to that. What's up with the Asians and much more straight ahead. We'll be back in a moment on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. At the Consumer Electronics Show, they've introduced a new kitchen appliance. It's a soft serve ice cream maker. It's like a Keurig type machine, but this one makes ice cream. No prep required, no cleanup necessary. I like the idea of this so much that I'm terrified. I know, it is is terrifying. (laughs) None of us can get our personal soft serve machine. Gives you the really nice ice cream. It's just dead wedding. (laughs) And put in the ice cream. Make a twisty cone. Make a vanilla cone. Butterscotch dip, please. 
for me. Hit the yellow button. He starts making ice cream. The blue button makes it cold down. Personal ice cream. Personal ice cream. Damn. Chuck the Freak. Personal ice cream. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. As the world opens back up and things are getting back to normal, my social calendar is filling up. A friend's birthday here, local festival there, a few concerts coming up, all that good stuff. It's hard to cram it all in while still trying to get quality sleep so that I can be here at the show at 4 a.m. every single morning. So I'm really glad that I have a Helix Sleep mattress. Helix Sleep is unlike other mattress companies. They have the perfect mattress for everyone, soft, medium, and firm. Mattresses great for cooling you down while you sleep and even a Helix plus mattress for plus-size sleepers like myself. Now, I went to helixsleep.com and took the sleep quiz because I really need great back support all night, no matter how much I toss and turn, which unfortunately is a great deal. I ended up matching with the Helix Plus, and it's so comfortable and supportive. And hey, how about this? They've got a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. Super fast and free shipping, too. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but don't worry, you will. If you want better sleep, go to helixsleep.com slash DCTF and take the two-minute sleep quiz. Plus, right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off on all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at Helix sleep.com slash dctf that's helixsleep.com slash dctf for up to two hundred dollars off and two free pillows your sleep and your busy summer schedule will thank you dave and chuck the freak Hi there. It's 8.15 on a Tuesday morning, and you've got Dave and Chuck the Freak. We've got a check in the news coming up. Does a man with a micro penis get turned on by watching his partner sex with giant dong dudes? What did a guy have to do when he found out his wife was planning to have him killed? And what's up with the Asians? What's the strange reason a guy in Japan got a DUI? That's all coming up. We'll start with this. Uh Uh-oh, another bitch is tripping. This story is nuts. If you already have a fear of the dentist, this probably won't make it any better. Sorry, James. Gotta go. (laughs) A Nevada woman broke into a dentist's office and pulled 13 teeth from an unconscious patient. What? How did she Why was the person there? Not once, but twice. Wow, she did it two times. Deputies allege that Laurel Ike, who is not a dentist, broke into a dental office. She claimed she had formerly worked there. She didn't. She stole 22 grand in cash and checks during the first break-in. The tooth extraction occurred on a different date than that break-in. She was finally arrested and charged with two counts of burglary and one count each of grand larceny. 
conspiracy to commit burglary and to perform surgery on another without a medical license. You have to be a real psychopath to break into a place and just start pulling teeth. Listen, just the idea of me pulling a tooth out of someone. Like, I feel like you're a psycho to even just dream of pulling someone's... Yeah. Right, that's like from a horror movie, mm. right? That's how they torture people. Yeah. I don't know how they got, they, she got in there. Like, it must have been the entire staff was hitting the nitrous or something. They yeah, were how do they not, not notice? I know when Obviously, they, she tricked them, I think. I think she must have tricked them. Like she snuck she in there. broke in. I know they say broke in, but it can't be broke in. Like, the way I initially thought, I was like, she broke a window in the middle of the night and, like, went in there. But then there's some, there people are in she there. She just walked in and, uh... I think you know, so. But... So, James... Oh. Uh, he's chatting over there. Hello, James. We're uh. talking to James for a second. When you get put under, how long does it take... Like you actually get put knocked out? I've never give, I've never been knocked out at the oh, dentist okay, office. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've only I gotten shots did. in the mouth. No, like I, everybody knows, I prefer a shot in the mouth than to get right. knocked yes. out. Yes. yes, I thought you actually got knocked out. No, I no. wish. I'm just wondering how long the process is. Like I know they give you gas till they let you sit for a while. I know when they put freezing stuff in me, I sit by myself for a little while before they come back to to do anything. I would guess it's like they put you under. And then they perform whatever it is they're going to do. And then there's probably an amount of time where everything's done and you're just still waiting oh, to wake up. Before you come around. You know, so that was probably in the state that So this she's already had was. work done, but still out. Yes. And just waiting. They, were le- they left her there to wait. They left her there. And this person broke into that room and pulled 13 of their teeth out. That's like almost the whole top or bottom of your mouth. Right. Yeah. 13. So you... You've got most of your teeth gone now because of this psychopath. There's her mugshot. Mm. Mm. I don't understand how it happens. I don't either. Honestly, I mean, I'd be suing everyone. I'd be suing... We, uh, I'd also be talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, You'd have like no. Sort of like that. <laughs> hey, Chuck, how did the dentist go yesterday? Well, this is a very funny story. <laughs> really, is it? You sound different a little bit. Because I have no teeth because the big giant woman. <laughs> 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 I mean, she looks angry. Yeah, does. She, she does. I mean, I understand why she wants to pull everyone's teeth. Yeah. She has like the jaw of like Sergeant Slaughter, like a, mm. like an old school military look about her jaw she kind of looks to me like she's like werewolf transforming into drew carey (laughs) (laughs) that's also not a good look that as well uh this person said i get knocked out when i go to the dentist they can control how long you're out for because the first time it was an extraction and i was out for about 20 minutes but when i had my root canal i was out for almost an hour Hmm. yeah i think it's just like anything they know how long they can put you under for but you know, when I had uh, a colonoscopy and stuff, mm-hmm. I took forever to come back to life. Yeah. Like, they were worried about me because, oh. you know, like, I was ha- I was loving propofol life, being yeah. under and enjoying it, and I they really had couldn't wake me up. So some people react differently, right? Right. So this person could have had some work done and then was out cold still for a while. But, like, how do you let that person just wandering around your facility. I guess it's crazy because you got to walk by a receptionist. Yeah. Yeah. Unless there's a back door. Usually people know who you are at an office like that. Like she'd already broken in and stolen a bunch of stuff so she probably knew her way around the place. I guess a little bit. But then to just rip teeth out of Unless the place is like a dentist office that is so big. That's the only way. 
Like yeah. it's just so big and Some multiple, multiple dentists are out of the same office. You don't really know. Oh, maybe that person works with a different dentist. Mm-hmm. They'd have to be liable, right? If it someone happened on is, their watch. Someone is. Oh, yeah. They'd have to be liable. Someone is. Well, yeah. I got like a whole set of false teeth. Yeah. That's yeah, horrible. Oh, it's so man. horrible. Those poor people. They don't say the age of the victim or anything. Who knows? But what an insane story. Mm. Waking up with 13 less teeth. Mm. Your life's changed. I'd have a kick-ass grill after that. I'll tell you. <laughs> All 13 gold teeth. Diamonds. Yes. You would have gold teeth. Diamonds. Yep. From the yep. lawsuit. Oh, that lawsuit. You put cash. it all in yep. your gold teeth and yep. diamonds. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's my new most valuable asset right there. My <laughs> chompers. Then James yep. is on uh, on a camera filling up his gas tank. And those same guys yeah. come by and exactly. steal your teeth. Knocks me out. Exactly. One punch. One punch. There goes millions. Yeah. The million dollar punch. Yeah. yeah. I told him not to put all that money in his teeth. Yeah. I told him not I to. I know. He went to the same gas station as the guy who bought that chain. Yeah. Who had it ripped right off his neck, but they just ripped all of his teeth right out. I assume out. They, they cleaned up the crime in the area. No. You know? I thought that guy got, got arrested. I wow. thought it was going to be safe. That's like your saw, right? Because you hate dental work oh, as it is. God. If oh, people held you down and ripped out your oh, gold diamond teeth. God. I would just be praying for <laughs> a bullet. Please yeah. just give me a bullet. Uh, Warren is with us. Hi, Warren. How are you? How's it going? Do- Lindsay Lohan is like Wolf. Lindsay yeah, Lohan is like, like Wolf. Okay, sure. Yes, yes, go ahead. What's yeah. your comment? Where's she come? Uh, so uh, I just recently got my uh, wisdom teeth taken out, and they put me uh, under anesthesia or will they use an IV? So... You know, they put the IV in my arm before I even knew it. You know, I was out. And then uh, once I finally woke up, I was in the hallway in a wheelchair. And I had no idea where I was. And there was no nurses around me for, like, you know, around 10 minutes. And so who knows how long I was sitting there knocked out. And I couldn't talk to call anyone. So I just wanted to chime in to let you guys know that, you know, you are left alone. And who knows how long you're left alone knocked out for. So anything can happen in that time. All right, Warren. Yeah. Also, she was... A dental office employee. So she was. This story said they well, were questioning that. Well, in the press that. release, oh, it's okay. in the, the, oh. the, the sheriff's press release that she was an employee, but she, on her own time, came and broke in and stole the cash, which is also odd that there's twenty two thousand dollars at a dentist office in cash. Yeah, nobody pays in cash. No, there's usually not that much. Yeah, like money. you don't need that much. Petty I've never cash. seen anyone pay in cash at a dentist office no. in my life. No, and to have, just for them to, to have it around. Yeah, they send it to insurance. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of weird things about that story, but mm. that makes a bit more sense that she actually worked there. So yeah, if she they did would then. question that, then why she worked there. She'd know or how to pull a tooth there. or if was, that's I, what she did. Yeah, they didn't say what she did there. Maybe she was an assistant or something. Uh, so she's still being held today. Uh, she's in custody uh, on a $20,000 bond. Well, you can't just let the big lady teeth pull her out. No. Whoa. God knows what she could get God, up to yeah. next. And like, a, why would she do that? Something about pulling teeth like that. It's like a real psychopath yes. type. You got to really pull them out. Oh, they're hard. I don't think it's easy. No, no, no. Well, I told you when I got my wisdom teeth out, like I had two gigantic yellow bruises on my chest. Yeah. And it turns out it was from the dentist's knees because he had to get up on my chest to try and pry yeah. one of my wisdom teeth out. So it's not an easy job. She but does have she like, she like she's does got have some the strength. shoulders up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's got that linebacker form that yeah. will uh, probably help rip out a couple of teeth. Yeah, she looks like a... <laughs> she's got like the shoulders of... Who's that big wrestler? 
Braun Strowman? No. Uh, another him. one. King uh, Kong the, Bundy? No, the guy who was in the UFC. I don't know why I'm having <laughs> Brock Lesnar? Yeah, like Brock Lesnar's yeah. shoulders. She could be Brock Lesnar's sister now that you bring that yeah. up. Yeah. That's a giant man. You don't want a crazy female Brock Lesnar pulling your teeth out. No, I don't. Off to Florida now, where a pervert is making headlines. A pervert caught on a security camera taking a picture up a woman's dress at a TJ Maxx store. Ooh. This is not your choice to upskirt, Chuck. Is that it? Not TJ Maxx. Uh, Pembroke Pines. Police released the footage in the hopes that the culprit will be recognized and identified. The suspect described as a thin white male with dark colored hair, about five foot seven. Wearing a gray cap, white polo shirt, and light gray pants. He's also wearing a mask. This woman is in a blue dress. She's shopping. When the yeah. man kind of comes up behind her, it looks like an older lady, it too, is. doesn't it? It it's is. Old, it's everything like I thought. It's everything I thought it would be. He comes up behind her, leans down, and takes a photo under her dress with his cell phone. If that's not a grandmother's purse, I've never seen one. Well, you can just... Tell. Oh, and she appears she, to realize something's amiss and turns around only to have the creep run off out of the store into he, the parking lot. He must have touched her by mistake or well, something. Well, yeah, because huh? she felt something. He made some wind or something. But, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you can't figure out what's going through mm. perverts' heads because yeah. really no one should want to see up that lady's skirt. But he's just, they, they don't care about It's not even about the person. When you're that messed up. So it's about the act. Of it's it. just the act of it. Yeah, you He's got someone. His phone ready. She's looking at some shampoo or something. The, the stupid camera noise probably went off. Well, he couldn't be more suspicious looking, too. Oh, he's terrible at this. He figures his mask will protect him. Does he not realize there's a camera right there? These people don't realize there's cameras everywhere. Well, well they haven't got him so far. But hopefully with this footage out there, they do figure out who the... It's not often is. you see someone running out of a store. No. No. You know, like you, you pretty much know someone did something. Out of a TJ Maxx. You know. A guy, a guy running out of a TJ <laughs> yeah, Maxx. Exactly. Is, uh, There's great deals! There's great deals! <laughs> I don't think I've ever been inside <laughs> Last season, fashion's a great deal. I, think, I gotta get home. I mean, that guy's excited. I don't think I. Woohoo! You're big TJ Maxx. Oh, man. I don't think it happens. No, no. no. Generally, people take seem to take a long time to shuffle out of stores. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. That. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, now, another pervert making headlines. This is a cop. He was arrested initially on voyeurism charges, but now they've tackle, tacked a couple other charges onto him. Adam Schneider is his name. Here's his story. A police officer arrested on voyeurism charges now faces accusations of misconduct. Officer Adam Schneider was arrested after an ISP detective found videos and pictures on his phone. The pictures were of women changing clothes in a private changing room without their knowledge. Now prosecutors say Schneider was having a sexual relationship with a confidential source and did not charge her despite finding drugs on her multiple times. Schneider is suspended from the New Albany Police so the old uh i can make this disappear yeah. if if you do this this mm-hmm. and this but also somehow taping women somewhere i don't know if it was fellow cops or they don't yeah. say where he set up a camera mm. it's because i guess you could have 
stuff like that from like a porn site if you if there's like a way of downloading it but they must have known like he had something to do with it right like well you would think well, if they charged him yeah voyeurism charges yeah like he's not just saved no cuz you can't be charged with voyeurism phone. by saving videos no. like that they'd have to prove that you they must, had a part in it they must have been able to tell sort of where it was and they were taken on his phone, right? You can yeah. tell if it's taken on yeah. his phone as opposed to a video mm-hmm. that was saved. So, oh, uh, he had a camera mounted in the changing room of a business located at his residence in Indiana. Hmm. Oh, so it's like, have you ever seen those places where there's like a business on the bottom and like apartments on top or something like that? Maybe it was like yeah, that. Maybe. So maybe his wife or something runs a clothing store or... Or was it tanning? And it could be anything. Right. could be anything where people are taking clothes off. And uh, one more pervert to tell you about. This guy, uh, well, he's not hurting anyone. Police officer oh, arrested. You shush, you shut it. Um, he's not hurting anyone but himself. And I don't understand this. I guess it's just, it's his own perversion. Because we've heard of people putting chastity cages on before. Yeah. Right? But generally, there's someone controlling them. Mm-hmm. That has the key, and it's more about being submissive and the dominant aspect of it. This is a single guy who did it to himself. He locked his dick up in a padlock for two weeks. I should do this. You shouldn't, because he's now permanently disfigured. Oh. Okay. This bored man, I guess, stuck at home during a lockdown, had to be rushed to the hospital after getting a padlock stuck around his penis in a bizarre solo sex act gone wrong. The 38-year-old single guy clamped the metal device around the base of his manhood for a thrill about two weeks ago, but lost the key. Oh, my God. And then his wiener started to swell. How do you lose that key? You shouldn't. You know, those Apple tags or something. Uh, Well, you can always find it. Just the one with the combination, you know, Get (laughs) get the little thing on the bottom. He tried unsuccessfully to remove the small lock. But couldn't, so he left it on his penis for more than 14 days until it became infected. Oh, come on. And the pain was unbearable. Of course, it is overseas, so they have a picture of the surgery to remove this. Oh, this Dremels get so hot, I just can't. The embarrassed Asian man's mother, who tried to help him, called the emergency services line. And firemen were rushed to his home in Bangkok. She told medics that her son did not have a girlfriend and was bored because he'd been staying at home during the pandemic. Looks like a luggage lock, maybe. It's not a A luggage lock? You can't get a luggage lock on you. It's like that big. Some guys can. She said, my son is a private person, doesn't have a girlfriend. He's been staying at home a lot. He told me he did this because he was bored and he likes putting his thing in small holes. She said, I was angry at him for embarrassing me like this. The rescue officer, Tung Chai Donson, said they received an emergency call. The injury was worse than expected. They're not naming the man. They'll show you a picture of them cutting it off him, but they won't name him. Maddox spent more than 30 minutes using an electric cutter to slice through the metal lock. They slid a thin sheet of metal between the bar and the man's skin to prevent it from being cut, and they squirted water onto his body for lubrication. Once it was released, they administered antibiotic cream and gave him penicillin. Despite his penis now being released, they believe there'll be lasting damage because the amount of time the padlock was stuck. His penis has been disfigured. 
Yeah, I thought he put like a cage or something on it, but he really didn't. He just put a lock on it. Yeah. He just locked, put a stupid lock on it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. What I want to see the lock. I wonder if they show you the... No, no that's the only, they only show the one picture. He was in hospital in pain, screaming so loudly because it was so swollen. Removing the medical the metal was very difficult. They say, we can't give the man's name, but we want to make the news public to prevent other people from doing this kind of thing. It can be very dangerous and damage the body. Eek. You don't wait 14 days, though, you know? Like, you don't wait 14 days. The second you lose the key. But it's the shame of it yeah, all, right? I get it, but, I mean, you're going to lose it. It's going to be, it's going to die. It's over there, it happens every other day, it seems. Yeah, they're always doing something. They're always putting their wiener in something. It'd be better if they didn't take it to the news and take photos and <laughs> water bottles up against the and everything. <clears throat> That's it, how they do it over there, right? No, but that makes yeah. people not want to go talk to anyone. My guess. Is that his ball? That might be the... Um, I don't reason know. they do that. You're right. Like if you should blur his ball out. They don't care over balls there. Balls are all over the news. No, they yeah, they don't care. I'm surprised you don't see the whole thing. And then his mom does yeah, an interview about it. Yeah, the whole situation is more. Told his mom he likes news. to put it in small things. Because oh, she probably asked, why you do? I like to put it in small things. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. It's terrible. You're such a big a dummy. The whole thing's a really embarrassing situation. Yeah. But just don't do it. I mean, and if you do it, don't lose the key. Can't lose the key. I, I can't believe that that's not like your most prized treasure. I'd have it on a necklace. <laughs> I'd be wearing it around. <laughs> You'd never be apart from it. That's and that's the, smart. Yeah. Because you're going to have to get it off. What a mm. weird fetish, though. I mean, I guess it's very similar to the, you know, chastity belt type thing. I think this was more like he was just banging the inside of a lock. Well, we've seen guys put a bottle. Well, we've seen them. They're in the, like a bottle like Lisa has. They're in the top of that. Some of these guys are putting it in places that you can't believe. No one there has got a real wide grip on a lock. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, Anyone who's holding on to anything, it's things. just, yeah. they're just pinching. Yeah. yeah. Would you call a locksmith first or just go straight to the hospital? Would it be less, embarrassing, good... t- less embarrassing to call a locksmith? I trust a hospital more than a locksmith. Okay. Right? But you're on, I think Dave's on look to something. All, everything, everyone around him. But like, look how that. bad this gets. Yeah, they saw it off. The locksmith would have just unlocked it. Would have picked the lock. If I try to pick the lock first, get the lock picked first. Because then have, it's just one guy. One, I put lock. jeans on and stick the lock out of the jeans zipper. I mean, and like you don't even have to. going to like take that call. Oh, what do you need? Oh, the, they're going to think you're. Why don't we just call a, a locksmith? <laughs> we should call a locksmith and see if they would release a, a dick. Oh lock. my gosh, well, you can. You can make that call. <laughs> <laughs> well, I find it fascinating. Maybe there's a locksmith listening. Would a locksmith take that call? Take that call. I call him up and I'm like, listen. Okay, what do you say? Hi, I say, uh, listen, Dave Locksmith. This is insane. I know this is insane. Mm-hmm. I was doing, I was in some kind of S&M scenario. Mm. I wouldn't say it was just me, number one. I would okay, say I were, was inside yep. some kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. 
someone like destroyed a key. They locked something over top of my of your penis. Oh, uh, hmm. I need someone to pick this lock. You're right. They're gonna think they're I'm gonna, a perv. Yeah, right? you're a perv, and they're gonna say call a, a, a doctor. Oh like no, ER, but I need you. I'm care. like, I need you. They're gonna burn this thing off with a Dremel. I mean, you're gonna. I charge you triple time. I'll pay triple. How much? Right? I mean, are you it's liable almost. If something goes wrong and you damage. His stuff? Well, I think all he's gonna do is try and get little lock picking stuff. I don't know exactly he's, what a lock. Want to pick- get right near there? He's gonna have to get pretty close. You know, you're a locksmith. <laughs> you come to homes and get people into their houses. You exactly. Don't- <laughs> Let me into my house in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess it all depends on the guy. I think you'd probably find a couple of guys that'd be like, hey, yeah, I'm going to charge you a fortune, but I'll do it. But then they're, I think the majority would be like, this is a sexual pervert. I wonder how much you'd have to charge. Who to just wants it. me to touch his wiener. Honestly, am I not going to pay whatever he wants? Am I not going to pay? Is like- it any less embarrassing than this? I think it will look at this scene. This is pretty embarrassing what I'm looking at here, at least. The amount of people you'd have to deal with if you went to a hospital to get your dick lock removed. Yeah, but they're like professionals. They see it all the time. Uh, I know, but at least they put it on the internet. Like a locksmith is not going to take a photo of it. You can't see the guy's face. And put it on the news. His mom, you know, his mom could have kept it a little more quiet. Someone said, that's no locksmith. That's a cocksmith. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I need to to find him. Tanya's in Boston. Tanya, how are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? We're doing okay, thanks. You had a comment. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I work in an emergency room, and um, this guy came in. He was about 70, and he had a padlock stuck on the base of his scrotum. Um, mm. Said that the person who had the key left the state, and he had been like that for several days. <laughs> Oh, oh so God. he's he was seventy. He was in some sort of S and M thing. <laughs> the person with the key took mm-hmm. off. Yeah, yeah, that was his story. That was at his least. story. Yeah. So, how did you get the padlock off his scrotum? Did you have to drill through it? What was what was the surgery? Yeah, like? they were they were able to drill through it without going to surgery, but his scrotum was like the size of a cantaloupe at oh, that point. Oh my, <laughs> God, my God! Did he recover? Yeah, I don't know, mm. honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to tell. What a day it's at work. Hard. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. All right, Tanya, thanks Quite for calling in. You have a good day. Okay, so we have uh, someone listening. She said, I'm sitting with my dad. He's a locksmith. He said for an eight-hour rate, he'd show up. How eight much hours. is that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, whatever they... I'm thinking uh, 800, 800 bucks. Maybe, somewhere around there. You know? Would you pay eight hundred bucks to get your dick? Yes, to not have it to go through that. The guy's going to come. He's going to just pick the lock. He's not going to burn it. He's not going to. But I'm calling like day one. The second I lose that key, I drop the key because you can't let it start to swell. No, we know from all the stories we've covered on this show, it can get funky. Right. You can't let it get funky. Right. But I'm I'm definitely thinking locksmith. I hear you. I think it would just be less embarrassing to deal with one person yep. in your own home than to have to go to a hospital and explain it to person. Because you get the first person you speak yep. to, and then the nurse comes for? in, what and then the doctor, and yeah. you know, yeah. person exactly. after person. I'm sitting in the waiting room, and everyone there somehow catches wind that, you know, I've got a locker on my dong. Nope. 
Um, Chris, your old boss had something like this happen? Uh, yeah. Uh, last week, he got a hold of me. He said he had a, a dong ring stuck on him. Mm. <laughs> it, had, it was stuck for like three days before he finally went to the hospital. He had to get it cut off in front of a bunch of medical students there, too. What was it? Metal? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those steel ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a metal one. It's oh, always that's... bad luck when it's medical student day. Yeah, go ahead, bring him in. It's yeah. Like... <laughs> it's crazy anatomy. Yeah, you can God. tell them. I've been to places before where it's like, and you're like, no. I'm like, absolutely not. I don't want yeah. to. Do I'm not the one to learn off of. No. Yeah, some of them put it in a way, though, where it's like you're not sure you have a choice. So I think if you weren't familiar with the rules, yeah. you know, a guy, if it's someone say, yes, the, you know, the students are they don't ask. Today. Yeah, right. They, they just, just tell say, you. So some people might be like, oh, Oh god! Yeah. Okay, they just walk in and then you go. This is odd. I don't. And then there's others in that kind out. of situation where they're like, "Oh my god, we got to let the students see this one." Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, they know I've got a thing on me, so calling all cars. <laughs> <laughs> we got one. Well, so uh, the odd locksmith might take your call, but yeah. most will just think you're a crazy dick pervert. Well, I am kind of. Yeah. I mean, if I'm in, <laughs> yeah, but not into them. You're not yeah. into them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, but I'm not, they're not wrong. You think if Barb's husband was a locksmith, he'd take your call? He'd come help you out? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if he would. They don't really do that kind of work. (laughs) Just normal locks? Are you any good with the Mastercraft Series F17s? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, see? Would you get bolt? I would never try it myself, though, with bolt cutters or anything. No, I would try it yourself. You shouldn't do that. No, I'm no. It's just the idea of bolt cutters and that area. I'm not doing anything <laughs> like that. Uh, this guy said, "Licensed locksmith, work independently." I would do it for a thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. I'm that thousand bucks. You have to have a thousand bucks. There it is. Yeah, uh, he said. In that situation, you kind of would have to be at our mercy, and I know I could set whatever rate I wanted to. Yep. I'd, I'd do whatever it took. Get on a pay- payment plan to this guy, but <laughs> like it's way better than a hospital. Yeah, it is for sure. When you see that poor guy's picture. Because no hospital calls in a locksmith. You mean, you'd think that that would be their number one thing. Like, hey, we'll monitor and make sure everything's going good, but I'd rather not cut it off with a hot, right? you know, just get a locksmith. See if they can do it first. Yeah. All right. A uh, dude with a micro penis. He's in the classic cuckold situation. Uh, he's revealed how he enjoys being humiliated, watching his girlfriend have sex with more endowed men. His name is Chad. He did an interview recently where he said that uh, he actually was the guy who would find guys to have sex with his partner because he gets a thrill out of the humiliation. Very upfront about the whole thing in this discussion here. And here's a little taste of what Chad has to say about it. Cuckolding in the sense that she could have sex with other men. And yeah. I chose not to entertain any other ladies or mm-hmm. uh, anything. Mm-hmm. And I would find uh, well-endowed men for her and she'd have sex with them. Uh, most of the time in front of me, sometimes uh, we had a regular bull. Uh, so most of the time it was done in front of me. A few times, like, you know, uh, they'd make dates without me or, well, I would, sorry, I set up the dates, So I would set up dates and they would agree with to times when basically like I was at work or I had to do some other stuff and then they 
kind of humiliate me by sending me pictures or video or whatnot or calling me in the middle of the act. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that would be humiliating to you and a turn-on at the same time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, it would be humiliating and a turn-on at the same time. Right. And the humiliation aspect, is it? Is it like when you're... Weird. I don't know why it just cut off there, but oh. it did. Um, he uh, says he's about an inch in size. I'm not sure if that's aroused or non-aroused. Hopefully, um, non-aroused. I'm going to go full on aroused. Ooh. Yeah, I think that's probably that's as big as it gets. Uh, he's been in a relationship with this woman for 20 years. At the end of it, I guess he talks about though they did eventually just split up. When she started cheating on him with someone who wasn't part of their cuckold circle. Well, yeah, I didn't know that was going to. Yeah, but yeah. so he's fine with it as long as he knows about it. But the second he doesn't know about it, then it's totally different. So it sounds like. Well, yeah, and she, she probably started loving another yeah. guy, you know, who was actually huge. He enjoyed the humiliation. He said the fact that she's with a much bigger male, she'd say and do things to him that would humiliate me. And I would have to be dressed like a sissy. Mm. They talk about how much bigger and more endowed he was and how he owned her now. Yeah, it's weird uh, for that to be your thing. The relationship started normal. They said there was never a mention of his small penis size until he mentioned cuckolding. So she never brought it up. Oh, but she noticed well, it. Of course she knew. Yeah. But she yeah. was seems like a fairly nice lady that mm-hmm. never would mention it. Yeah, and I, I think in a lot of these scenarios where, like, there's a girl, she really likes a guy, he's a super great guy in every other way, but he's got a micro, that they set something like this up where they are actively seeking partners for her that are normal sized or bigger and these guys just how does he find them like he puts a craigslist ad or something out or he like how do you fish for bulls as a fella how do you find well-endowed men to bang your lady it's probably sites right it's probably sites or you know yeah like we've talked about fat life would it be that kind of thing yeah probably is there special cuckolding there's probably like there's probably that too but, I mean, like, he knew enough to be like, oh, we had a bull. Like, he knows the terms. Yeah. He's, like, he's for sure dealing with the the forums yeah. and stuff like that. Speaking of relationships gone wrong, a new docu- documentary takes a look at one couple whose wife, this guy's wife, hired a hitman. And this guy had to fake his own death. To make her believe that he had been killed. Okay. Man. Crazy story. Uh, Ramon is this guy's name and his wife, Lucy, or Lulu, sorry, actually wanted him killed. Was working with a man she thought was a hitman, but they're always cops. It seems. Always. (laughs) And um, they decided they'd have to fake his death to catch her in the act. And they've done uh, a documentary about this. And here's a taste of the story 
Take a listen. He said, no, I'm serious. I, I've seen that look in people's eye when they want to kill somebody. And she wants to have you killed. She's probably one of the coldest individuals that I've run across in my law enforcement career. She used her mind games to get to me. When we told Ramon that he was going to have to lay inside of a ditch and wear makeup, he was kind of in disbelief. Yeah, right here. I still remember like it was yesterday. This is where I literally walked on my own grave. One time we were so in love and now I have to fake my death so that she can get arrested. My name is Ramon Sosa and I faked my death because my wife tried to have me killed. I met Lulu back in 2007. She was a mother of two, divorced, had been in an abusive relationship and she just moved here for a better life. She caught my eye. She was very beautiful and danced very well. I remember her having some high heels that must have been like three or four inches and she stepped on my toe, and oh my God, it was like very, very painful. And there were so many red flags in hindsight, but yeah, she was definitely going to you know, get my attention one way or another. We had a small wedding, and I never forget her mother walking up to me, just whispered in my ear, now she's your trouble, and walked away. Can you imagine that Ooh. moment when yeah. your uh, new mother-in-law says, now she's your trouble? That's bad. Yeah. I'm sure she played it off like she was crazy her mother was right crazy. or it was oh, a joke uh, it was a, yeah uh, she was yeah, just joking joke. that kind yeah. of thing sometimes no well mm-hmm. this is this is where it's all what all happened i mean this is, brings back a lot of memories being back over here hi guys my name is Lulusa. and i'm ramon sosa head coach boxing welcome, welcome to, to women's boxing and fitness this was our gym at the time she was very helpful you know she basically took care of the gym but then as the relationship went on and she saw how well we were doing financially, and she was already here legally. She was here on a visitor's visa from Mexico City, and then she became an American citizen after three years. I was beginning to think that she didn't need me anymore, that she wanted it all without me. It was going downhill quick. There was no option but to go get a divorce. It was late that evening. I was already at home, and this young man named Mundo, just happened to walk into a conversation that my wife, Lulu at the time, was having out of all people with her with her daughter in my office about a young man in the gym that has people in Mexico that chops up people for money. And Jesus. Lulu made the gesture like, hmm, maybe we can use them. And Mundo, he said, well, I got the people that can do the job. And that's when Mundo, the next day, he called me. And, you know, I thought he was joking because he said, hey, how you call me Pops? Hey, Pops. Uh, you know, this lady, she wants to kill you. And I said, what are you talking about? You know, talking about Lulu. You know, she wants to kill you, you know. And, and then on top of that, right after that conversation I had with Mundo, I had to go home and see this lady, knowing that she wanted to kill me. Our plan was to get enough information to take to the police. And that's where it all started. My name is Lieutenant Mike Atkins. And it's I- nuts to hear your wife talk about how she wants to have you chopped up and to pieces and killed. Yeah. Yeah. It happens a lot, and they... You know, there's, and I don't know if it's this case, but there's one that I saw that it was on YouTube where the cop is like trying to, he's recording the whole conversation between the girl and him. Like, hey, yeah, just kill him. Like, just walk up, shoot him in the head a couple times, blah, blah, blah. And she's like joking and like laughing and carrying and carrying on. And when, they went through, they did the same type of thing, like faked it like he was dead and she was so bawling and so horrified. And then she's in the interrogation room and they walked him past. Mm. He like poked his head through and he's like, 
He's like, hey, baby, how are you? And then shut the door, and they're like, yeah, you're going to be charged with, like, damn murder or attempted murder. And Well, here's uh, just fast-forwarding a bit here to the setup of why they had him pretend that he was dead. And a lot of people know you. We just don't want to take a chance if we go to a jury trial for one of the jurors to feel sorry for her. So we need, we need to make this case a slam-dunk case. They pulled out actual dead pictures of dead people. They picked that one with the bullet on the side of his head. And they said, this is the one we're going to do on you. Where they dug the grave, you can still see the hole, even though weeds have grown up. Brings back a lot of bad memories, man. Sad, sad memories coming over here. Imagine they this. brought me over here in a SUV that was blacked out. They had me in makeup, put my hands behind my back, even threw dirt on me. And all I could hear was the clicking of the 35 millimeter. And this is my gravesite in the middle of a dump yard, you know, middle of nowhere over here. We have the photos. We have the initial agreement. All we need now is the reaction. She paid him the rest of the money. And I get upset about how Lulu reacted when they actually showed, when the officer showed her the picture of me dead. She started laughing and raising her hands, and I tell people, like, she hit the lotto. This is this is her big shot. After I've seen the video hundreds of times, it's just still difficult for me to, to see because he brings back so many bad memories. Naturally. That's insane. Yeah, really and that's different. That's a different one than the one I saw. So, like, it happens... More than you, you realize people like want to get rid of someone, and it, it, a lot of times it's for not much. It's for like not much money, not much, you know. Her reaction was so chilling. Oh yeah. man, brutal! And that's yeah. what they wanted, right? Mm-hmm. So they wanted yeah. to get that on tape so they could show that to the jury and say, yeah. "Look, this is how she reacted to the news of her husband's death." Yeah, she's heartless. She yeah. planned this. I'd love Just, to see a reaction when she found out he was alive. Oh, I know. How right? Were they oh married? God. Um, Since 2007, they met. Yeah, so I don't know if they got married. Yeah, I wonder what what year that happened. Oh no, it's just crazy. You slept near, like you slept with her every night. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, this is when they kind of confronted her with the news. Tell Lulu that we are investigating a missing person. When's the last time you, you saw Mr. We saw him on Wednesday 15th. The last. At this point, Lulu acts as if she has no idea what is going on. So he hasn't contacted you in the last 24 hours? No. no, no. And like she's we just have- going about her work. They're asking her about her missing husband, yeah. and she's working as they're talking and to her. The last piece that we needed was her denying knowledge of any of this. So when we explained to her that she is under arrest, she is completely dumbfounded. Okay, Miss Sosa. Stay up, please. You're under arrest. You're under arrest. Why? Okay. You're under arrest. Why? Okay. Ma'am, it's okay. Stay back. We have a warrant. Oh, bye. Lou elected not to go to trial. She elected to take a 20-year plea deal in the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. Because there was so much evidence against her that if she would have gone to trial, she probably would have gotten life in the state of Texas. I remember at the hearing when she was sentenced... It was a packed courthouse. A lot of media were there. And I forgave her 
it was just a wow. release of all of the pressure and and I walked away and she never looked at me once. The reason I'm sitting here talking to you is because of the decision that Mundo took. That one guy who well, ratted yeah, her out, right? Because Mundo could have got the job done. Yeah. Right. Basically is Mundo's what you're a, realizing Mundo's is like... a pretty cool yeah, guy. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's life. Like, he's lucky Mundo liked him mm-hmm. because Mundo just had to make one different phone call and this guy was getting chopped up. Yeah. Which is crazy. You owe Mundo. Yeah. 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 You owe Mundo yeah. something. All right, coming up, it's those... Asians. What's what up with it? the Asians? What What's it? up with them? What's the strange reason a guy in Japan got a DUI? Let's find out. I was going to say those crazy Asians, but I just... <laughs> it's time now for... What's up with the Asians? Obviously, you can get arrested for driving a car while drunk. I didn't realize you could get arrested for driving a remote control car. While drunk, this is kind of similar. A man in Japan arrested for flying a drone while under the influence, which, believe it or not, is illegal in quite a few places, including Japan, including New Jersey. Whoa. Wow. You can't operate a drone under the influence. It makes sense. It does. It right? does kind of like, to me. Yeah. Happened a couple of weeks ago. It's a 56 year old guy. He drank eight beers between 7 a.m. and noon. The morning drinking had a wild effect on him because he decided to clean his place. And in the process, he found a drone he hadn't flown in a while. So he got out and took it for a spin, crashed right through a neighbor's window. Oh, yeah. No, can't do that. No one was hurt. But when the police came, he admitted to drinking and droning. (laughs) The law hasn't been on the books long there in Japan. He's the first guy ever to be busted for it. Yeah. But they say he could face a fine of up to $2,700 for droning Droning. Hmm. under the influence. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things you don't think you did anything wrong because you don't even know that that's a real law. Yeah, that's a weird law that how would you even know it existed until something happened? Yeah. But drones can kill people. Oh, they definitely can. You shouldn't be drinking and droning. No. Those are my thoughts, not yours. I'm Dave Hunter on Dave and Chuck the Freak. We get it. Your kids are in the car and you're not quite ready to explain cuckolding. Get caught up when the coast is clear with Dave and Chuck the Freak's daily podcast. All right, you guys. Bezos is about to blast his dick rocket into space. Oh, my God. <laughs> Will he survive? Oh, my God. Will he survive is the big question here. Seven Let's before exiting the <laughs> you, I got to go live. Yeah. I gotta get me live. Here okay. We, oh, we're... He's, say thir- no, he's 13 minutes be, away from the... 13 minutes? Did they delay the launch? It's supposed to be 9 o'clock, right? Well, it's probably, they they say 9 oh. o'clock, but they want to give it a bit of a cushion. Oh, so they're then, in there. Yeah, yeah. 13 more minutes till ready. dick right? launch. <laughs> All right, so we got 13 minutes, so we'll take a break. Yeah. Will Bezos burn alive in his oh dick rocket? Oh, my God. We'll find out right oh after this. Oh, my God. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. IBM has secured a patent for a coffee drone that flies around public spaces to deliver cups of coffee. And then it just pours a coffee on you. Yeah. Amazing. Deadly sky coffee, Roman. Yeah, my fate. They didn't think of this at all. Okay. Hot coffee just falling from the skies. <laughs> I've seen James try and fly his drone. You better have some guys who are <laughs> top notch. Yes. Oh, I'm getting tired. Everybody get me home. 
coffee got him. Coffee delivery coming through. Oh, James has got him. Watch out. Get out of the way of the drone. Get out of the way of the drone, you fool. They have the right away. Hot coffee. You want to get burned? Oh, he's burning everyone. Man, I'm going to get fired. I'm wasting all this coffee. Keep filling it. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. Oh, my God, James. Yeah, I don't know if this is the best idea. Yeah. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Nine oh nine here on a Tuesday morning, the twentieth day of July. If you're just joining us, we're awaiting the Dick Rocket launch. <laughs> yes, yeah, we're we watching are. live. Jeff Bezos and his penis-shaped rocket gonna rocket to space in a uh, exactly two minutes and twenty-seven seconds from yeah. now. Um, Eleven-minute excursion to the edge of space will happen. And we are hoping everyone makes it alive. We just thought it was kind of risky because they've never done a man. It's massive. Yeah, this is the first time human beings are going to be on this rocket. Yeah. And so yeah, they're all sitting right in the tip. Yeah, yeah they they're are. in the tip yeah, of the dong. They're, they're, they're all the tip right of the dong. The, they've got the, the head of the dick view <laughs> as they launch into space. So Bezos got on this thing like a half an hour ago. Yeah, him, in his, his brother, uh, a younger guy, and that old broad. Yeah, Wally. Oh, man. Wally. Look at there. They are in They right may in there. or may not make this. They may or may, may not. Or may I not. have faith they'll make it. You know, the thing about a rocket is, is that you're just sitting on the tip of just very explosive gas. Sure. And literally the tip. And liquid. Uh, we it literally looks here. like Jeff Bezos was like, I want to F space! <laughs> <laughs> That's I want to shoot my dog into space! That's I want to have sex space! That's the design. <laughs> One minute, 30 seconds away now. We listen in here to see what uh, happens. I mean, listen, we've all we've said if this goes wrong, it'll be a very different show all of a sudden. So we're all... <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know how we'll transition. We're hoping it it'll go. all go fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's still so, Dave and Chuck the Freak yeah, at the end of the day. Ooh, courtesy of blueorigin.com. Yes, we're watching live on his website blueorigin.com so we're uh, the almost a minute away mm-hmm. doesn't sound I don't like great. the sound doesn't sound a lot of clanking going on there imagine He's how nervous you'd be sitting the in the tip of that dick hearing that clanking out at the base of the rocket we're faster on tv uh-oh this is the website no it's i know our... but it's just it's just uh it's going to be faster on TV, but that's fine. All right, here we go, everybody. Thousands oh, of people boy. contributed years to this historic moment. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is nerve It's time for Blue Origin's first human flight. Godspeed, first crew of New Shepard. Let's light this candle. Oh, boy. Holy goodness. Here we go, Bezos. Oh, World's richest man about to be launched <laughs> into the skies. Well, he penetrates this is his life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Banging Here space. And, uh, well, the, the reality is a little ahead of our, yeah. our screen here. But Nine, eight, seven, I'll just go by this. Six, yeah. Five, four, command engine start. Two, oh, one. Oh, it's really fiery. Oh. We got fire in the balls. Fire in the balls. He's going. There it is. Oh my goodness. And New Shepard has cleared the tower 
The space dick is on the way. It is. <laughs> the dickheads to the skies! Yeah. Oh my gosh. I like our commentary butter. I think it's more entertaining. <laughs> now, will the balls disconnect or they stay I think this them? whole dick stays together and lands back on the ground. No, no, no it doesn't, dude. The tip shoots is off. The tip, the tip yes. shoots yes. off? Yes. The shaft. Oh. The tip shaft disconnects from land. the shaft. Okay, I hope so. Right, and then they take the tip of the dick right back to Earth. Once he's inside the beehole of space. Uh, they just said, listen to the roar of the space dick. <laughs> you can hear it. Oh, it does look just look as it heads to the sky. It looks perfectly uh, like a penis. I know. It really it's so majestic. Beautiful. Well, he's Are you he's, crying, James? <laughs> no, but I just I'm in awe of just that big giant phallic object it's going straight to space. Oxygen as the propellant. It's a nice, not just clean in terms of a beautifully performing, but what comes out of it. It's steam, right? Oh, that's steam. Yeah, that's uh, not. That is not semen. That is steam. Just to clarify for everyone, shooting out of the top of that what penis. I wanted, I wanted to launch myself into space on a giant dick that then spews a white steam. The parachute comes off the tip. Watch it. Watch. So you're saying this thing's going to detach? I think right. The 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 tip of the dick disconnects from the shaft, yeah. and that's how they come back. No, I've seen the shaft land before. Oh, really? Yeah, I think the shaft goes away. The shaft is going to land over a hundred thousand feet up. Well, he's making. He's going to space now. I mean, like, yeah, was, the time when it was going to the you know. Wow, that dick is right, two thousand miles up. Nico, yeah, main engine cut off. That there it is. He's there we go. So the shaft is now. And at that point, powering down, going limp. We're going to unbuckle and take in the freedoms of zero oh, G. Oh, what was that? That's the engine turning off. Now, where is the floating Bezos? <laughs> I want to see a floating Bezos. Show us Bezos. Show us Bezos. He's probably pooping himself, right? He probably doesn't want to be shown right now Unreal. because he's not sure how he's going to react. I don't know. I don't really? know. Really? Is that it? Yeah. Branson didn't Show care. Showing. Bezos might be jerking it. <laughs> wow, what old ladies. What oh other thrill God. do you get when you're that rich? You know? Molly's oh, like, what are you doing? Oh, over there? How's that old Brad doing? <laughs> as soon as oh, no. I'm in space, I bang space! <laughs> Bezos is jerking that. <laughs> Watch out, lady! Wally. He said it was his last thrill. <laughs> like floating, stuff is floating around up there. Oh, God. So it was his last con- oh. conquest. <laughs> Jeffrey! His oh. mess is just floating around him. <laughs> over 300,000 feet up in the air now. Uh, the Jeff Bezos dick rocket continues to pound its way into space. Again, I hope this goes well because otherwise this becomes odd. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't mean, believe this is reality. I, <laughs> like, this is like our Earth. And oh, wait, our, oh, oh. oh, wow. What? <laughs> oh, We're listening are. in live to Bezos. We're he- straight to the dick. We're live from the dick. Are you guys in the tip? Show him. Why do they have not a camera in there? Maybe not. Maybe and there we go. Our astronauts have passed the Kármán line at about three hundred twenty-eight thousand feet, continuing their ascent. You see the two vehicles there. When the speed hits zero, you know that they've hit apogee, their maximum altitude, and you hear they're having <laughs> quite an experience. Don't swear, Bezos. 
<laughs> yeah, no, they are swearing, actually. Yeah, they are not swearing. on TV, so what you're listening yeah. to, right? Son Bezos of a, is son a, of a Bezos, mouth. you filthy mouth bitch. you're going to swear when you're... You're in there. space. Are you're you? swearing. You swear all. You swear it up. I mean, like, I don't yeah. know if he did or not. It I can't tell. Like is the shaft still connected to the tipper? No, they said you're looking. They said you're looking at the two vehicles. Oh, so it has separated. So I think we have. So we have tip and shaft. Yeah, I think we have tip and shaft right now. Two different space sticks happening here. So then the the shaft is going to come back to Earth. However, it's going to do that. Either it's going to land itself. And then the head is the purple helmet is going to <laughs> descend back to Earth. So it's a, all in all, it's an eleven-minute excursion. We're five minutes in. Yeah, here and so far, so yeah. good. But this re-entry is, is still that's my that's the big sticky. I part, wouldn't right? like that part. Yep. The pullout. That's <laughs> what we're looking for here. Will it be a fiery yeah. pullout? The pullout of space. The pull and pray. Or will it be yeah. all according to plan? Looks like so far everything's going great. So that's good news. As we said, it would have been a very different Dave and Chuck the Freak if <laughs> ASOS blew up. Yeah, I mean, it just, I don't know what you do after that, but. I feel so it looks like, he, like the shaft is on top right there. It does. I feel like he really insisted that it looked like a penis. I think so, Andy. Like, I think he <sighs> insisted that. Do you think he's swearing still? I mean, he Probably knows not. it's on TV, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Come on, let's listen in anyway. Bezos? First step, status check. Bezos, are you there? Astronaut Oliver. I don't know. I don't trust uh, it. I don't I'm trust very excited. Them. Well, yeah. and so you would be. I'd be swearing up a storm. Well, yeah. Holy we- mother of <laughs> hell! Can we listen to uh, NBC? Yeah, can we listen to NBC? Mm, Why you talk like that? That's, uh, like, that's I don't know the, the rules. Yeah, can you listen in there? Let's can we this is NBC just broadcasting the... the point that they get back into their seats. I think that's where we are now. That looks like everything's still attached. Is the dick still on that thing? The rocket coming back down and the space capsule separately. Okay, no. Shooting down. That's that's what we're looking at on the right side of the screen. That um, that that rocket booster is descending. Copy. Yep. That's right. You're looking at the rocket booster. It'll come back down, land on a pad here, back down in West Texas, separately, followed by the head, the space capsule. So the shaft, shaft is first. The shaft is coming down. The shaft is coming down first, and then the, the, the tip, the tip of it. As the rocket comes down. Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. What? No, this is supposed to happen. It's supposed to catch fire. Yeah, no, it's gonna fire up. Land, hopefully not explode. Here we go. The shaft is almost down. Has Look at that. Come on. Perfect. And the booster has landed. The booster okay, is Okay, but we still have human back. beings there. Welcome back. And they were important part. Yes. One of them said, wow, it's real dark up here. A beautiful rocket that provided a beautiful flight to space. That space. rocket's Welcome on fire. <laughs> Bullseye, right on the line. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Started to land it. And Tom, that capsule, wow, that that took, capsule that should took some follow here in roughly three minutes, correct? Oh, three minutes. Well, you can see yeah, Bezos is floating in, yeah. floating in space. He's plummeting to the ground. The capsule is coming back down. It'll hit 3.7. Happy crew of 
Mach 3.7 initially as it comes That's back Bezos. down. Yep. And then the shoots will come out, and they will eventually slow the sixteen miles per hour. I, I think they, they will. They will. Oh, they okay. probably they couldn't transmit it. I see. Somehow, not as like savvy, I guess, as the very uh, soft okay. landing and the as Virgin. And there is. Launch the drone! There are the shoots. If Bezos hadn't blown his load in space, though, that would have been crazy. Okay, shoots activated. Oh, yes. That's not enough. Dick tip shoots activated. That's not enough shoots. There's three. Oh, so far, a nominal. Okay. Launch the lo- main chute. Oh, there. Woman of color in space. deployed here in 1992. Reefing. Part of that first crew after the Challenger explosion. Where does the tip land? On random, randomly, probably the ground. That are about I thought it was land and water. Touchdown here yeah, too. It'd be better. From the sun. What are they thinking right now? I think these things can land in either. Well, I can't tell you exactly, but if it was me, I would have this big smile on my fellow my face, and probably wanting to do it all over again. Um, I think what they've done is imagine Bezos just went on every one of them. Like you had to go with Bezos every time. You're accompanied by Bezos. They would get old fast. I think. We don't he bangs space every time. Uh, thinking about the excitement. Well, he just made um, it was a couple more billion rocket, dollars, right? You know, you get to see yeah, after this is successful. When they go on the flight for a short period of time. And the adrenaline that goes with it. I think they're just excited. Yay, uh, and wanting to tell the story <laughs> when they get back. And what yeah. a story they will have. A lifetime of stories. May Jemison do stand by as we watch. All right, there. Jeff Bezos, his younger brother Mark, like Wally Funk, the, chair. the oldest woman to ever go into space, Where and all of them, and all sure of them, adrenaline is pumping. <laughs> yeah, about like to touch down desert, huh? in the West Texas desert. Yep. Mm, they're coming in hot. Yep, it's coming. in hot. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. It's a deceiving angle. Ooh. Looks like they're going to land any second, but they are coming in hot. They need to slow the dick tip down. It's how do you slow a dick tip? Uh, oh, yeah. oh, touchdown! Welcome back, wow. New Shepherd's first human crew. Wow, Bezos lives. The richest man on the world did it. Congratulations to all of you. No one's moving. Why is no one moving? It's not real people. What a day! What a day! Bezos. Why is the why are they not moving? Isn't that because uh, it's not real? There's no movement of the person there. Did they not know that we could see right in the window? Okay, but literally nothing has happened. Not a hand. We're losing signal with the head. I think he moved his head. He's moving his head. Did he? I haven't Copy seen anything. Demo. Oh, yeah, something's moving. moving. Just, the oh, yeah. the yeah. animatronic yeah. head is moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Activate dummy head now. They yeah. can see him. They're on to us. Move your animatronic arm. <laughs> Hello. Look, it's giving you a thumbs up. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he did it. The dick rocket shot into the space vag and wow. made it back. The vag of space. The vag yeah. of space. This goes to show you, if you believe and you have all the money in the actual world, <laughs> you can do, do almost something. anything. Huh? Dreams can come true. Almost as good as NASA. 
<laughs> just not as intense or cool. Yeah. <laughs> you can get this to the tip of space. Yeah, that's got to be Bezos that we're staring know, at, though, right? I think so, but but he has not brother. moved, or his brother has died. Oh, stop it! Well, It'd he be a much has more somber moved. moment. You think you'd be like, oh, one down, one down? Maybe. It'd... Well, you well, heard them all. You you think you wouldn't be as happy if you looked over and you're like, well, my brother didn't make it, but we are great. Maybe they're stuck in there. Yeah, it's like how long. Well, is they it got take? out of their seats, right, and then they were able to get back in. That's what we heard. Yeah, I think um, when you get to float around a little bit, they did the same thing in the Virgin Galactic flight. You float for a little while in space, and then they're like, "All right, quick, get back in your seats. back in your seats because you gotta you gotta get back to Earth." Mm-hmm. Now, the next time he goes into space, we won't hear about it. No, exactly. <laughs> 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 He'll just be gone, right? With the rest. <laughs> yeah, it won't be a big of a deal. This is the first rich. time it's a big deal, and then that's it. So there yeah. you go. Jeff Bezos and his stick rocket else. made it safely to the outer edges. Well, they went right into space. Yeah. Well, so, okay, do you guys think that Elon feels any pressure? Rich guy shame? Like, rich guy pressure. Yeah, for sure. To, like, do something like this now like he's like oh those are that's all cute and everything but i'm gonna go he's gonna outdo them all. i'm gonna go to the moon yeah yeah but they say though he's still like could be years away right and i think he's worried that no one else has the drive to push for all the things he's still trying to do yeah. in in life like he's afraid to die and then all these different projects just crumble because no one else is like driving the you know, the driving force. All right, we're going to continue on here mm. on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Coming up during this segment of the show, straight ahead, a crazy moment caught on camera in California. We'll tell you what happened. And what did a dude hiking when he got lost? What did he survive on? That's all coming up. First, though, insane dash cam footage shows a car hurtling over a California highway, narrowly missing power lines before it slams onto the road below. The shocking incident unfolded in Yuba City, California, as a family drove in a truck along Highway 99. Here's that story now. Let's listen in uh, from CBS 13. Hold on one second. Let's just do this. Shocking screams from the family looking on as this car catapults off Highway 99, crashing onto the road below. Pretty crazy to see somebody flying through the air. Surveillance cameras on an equipment shop nearby caught the crash. The car banking off the roadway through the air, followed by a massive plume of smoke. Probably caught like 50 feet of air, I'd say. When Brian Conejo showed up for work Friday morning, he couldn't believe his eyes. We're on camera. We've got to review the tape and we got to see the person actually like beating the cars down the freeway they're probably doing 80 to 100 miles an hour or like a 25 zone the california highway patrol says this vehicle speeding by surveillance had just been involved in a hit and run moments earlier while driving backwards on highway 99 and exiting an on-ramp brian conejo took us through the moments leading up to the crash they came flying straight through here there's a really hard left-hand turn up here they failed to make that turn just kept going straight and literally went flying over the top of that whole overpass the woman behind the wheel survived but that's not the only miracle it looks like they pretty much threaded the needle between the power lines clearing the power line on the bottom and just barely missing the one on top we would have lost power Uh, i probably would have started a fire right there and all that dead grass yeah it could have been a lot worse for them, I'm sure. 
Pretty wild video. The CHP says intoxication was not a factor. The woman behind the wheel was taken to a nearby hospital. Not only did she survive, but she walked out of that hospital with only minor injuries. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it is. She was airborne. She was Bezos for a Yeah, she was like a, a short-lived Bezos. <laughs> and they're pulling him right out of the dick tip right now, though. Whoever yeah. Bezos's henchmen were that initially showed up with those bars and it. were like, I was like, what is the urgency they have? I know it seemed very urgent, but oh, there he is. There he is. Yeah, they went to the duplicate dick tip to show him inside. Yeah, now. like quick. <laughs> <laughs> and they're the studio pulling him out. Uh, nothing like uh, getting lost in the wilderness to put you into true survival mode. While lost in the woods of Oregon for two and a half weeks, mm. one dude, Harry, says he had to survive. So he survived on scorpions, snails, and pee. Not the greatest diet. No, no. K-E-Z-I-T-V caught up with him about his whole ordeal. Here's the story. Well, it's just just the mile and a quarter trail. I'm going to be in and out in a flash. For Harry Burley, May 6th started out like any other Thursday. The fisherman left his home in Roseburg and headed to the Tokati area for a hike. I don't need the pack that's got my extra shirt and compass and a map general map of the area all of that water bottle hookup all he took was a small fillet knife chapstick a pen and some twine for fishing not long after he set off things went wrong it started when he got lost without a map or compass he couldn't find his way out on the second day things got worse First it snowed, then... I tripped and fell and hit this first log, bounced to the next log, lost my fishing pole, crushed the reel against my hip, and smacked my head pretty good. But at that point, Burley said all he could do was pray for help and stay alive by any means necessary. And I drank my own urine. Hmm. It hydrates. He says at some point he accepted the fact that he may not make it out alive. I accepted my path. I accepted that this is where I was going to stay and that she was going to be fine. But then on May 23rd, a miracle from above. And it just like ripped this whole um, tranquility that I was in. A rescue helicopter had spotted him. He came, pulled his stuff off. Eyes of compassion. Can I help you sit down? Are you Harry Burley? I think that's who I am, yeah. When word spread that Burley was alive, the news shocked even veteran searchers. 32 years that I've been with the sheriff's office, I can't even remember a search where we had somebody lost for a week that we were able to recover alive. Burley's message now is to take it safe no matter how much of a pro you are. The weekend is here and I'm going out for fun. Take, take that five minutes of, of safety precaution thinking um, to make it a good trip um, and not get into any of the negative stuff that could happen and keep it all on the positive stuff. So how long was he gone? 17 nights? Yeah, 17 days in the woods. He had to spend 12 days in intensive care when he got back, three more days in the hospital beyond that. See, I just, anytime I hear the word hike... I think 
17 days in the wilderness. <laughs> like, you and don't it, think a couple hours. It's hiking. not worth it. Yeah. Even like, a positive attitude wouldn't get you through a no, sur- I'm, survival thing. Mm. Like, this guy was so positive the whole time. He was. You, so, as I said, he dined on insects, scorpions, crawfish, a snail, whatever he could get his mouth on, really. Yeah. And then he drank his own urine. Mm. No, it's no good. It's a miracle they uh, compass. found him. Yeah. You just need a compass, right? That would yeah. help. You gotta yeah, know. You should probably take something. Put a with number you. on it. Yeah, yeah. How many days could you survive? Two. In two. Come on. <laughs> Listen. Uh, no. Like, however many days until your body needs food. Because you couldn't do any of that. I don't think no I scorpions, could eat. No scorpions, no snails. It's hard to know, like, when, because I think, like, your body just takes over and it shuts that part of your mind off that, like, wouldn't eat a raw crayfish. Yeah. You get you know? so hungry. That I think you just get so hungry, you have something and you're like, screw it, I'm eating it. Yeah, you're not in control with that. You know, I think your body is an organism and it just wants to continue on. So, um, but I wouldn't want to do any of that. No, drink your own urine. No, I wouldn't want to do any of that. No one would. Well, I mean, there's some perverts maybe, but outside of that, no one would. But you do have to survive. And he did. Off to Ohio now where a man was caught red-handed breaking into a Dollar General they say that uh, multiple alarms went off at this Dollar General. Deputies were dispatched to the location. They caught a guy. <laughs> Basically stole half the store. $469 worth of merchandise. Oh my God. Wow. He was running away with. How does he even have enough? How do you carry stuff from there Uh, i don't know i've seen stella with like a gigantic cart and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna be absolutely doomed and then they're like 17 dollars okay that's that's fine that's not bad uh yeah so 469 dollars and 16 cents worth of merchandise from inside the store once he gained entry he was trying to get away with it when the cops showed up and they got him he's being held on a 17 thousand dollar bond right now and uh there is his mugshot Huh. Yep. Brian Nolan. Mastermind. <laughs> you know which store I'm going to rob? Dollar General. Yeah. Crazy. They have alarms there. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, they've got about $1,000 worth of stuff right. inside. <laughs> <gotta protect it. laughs> That's true. They've got to protect it. A 28 year old guy jumped into the Hudson River in New York Saturday to save his dog from drowning, but he. Also needed to be saved. The local authorities fished him out. They brought both him and his dog to safety. He said he doesn't swim well, but he panicked when his dog fell in and then realized he was in trouble. Mm. That's scary. The man was taken to Mount Sinai Hospital. He's expected to recover well. I mean, it's just instinct, I guess, right? Yeah. You know, it falls in. You don't really think yeah. about yourself. You're just thinking about your dog. And then, boom. And then there's this guy, definitely a douchebag. First impressions are everything, especially when it comes to online and app-based dating. Your profile is your introduction. And based on the response a guy named Paul is getting to his Tinder profile that's being shared on Reddit, people think he's the ultimate a-hole. <laughs> Um, here's a picture. We put this up at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. Uh, it's a picture of Paul in his underwear. This is my exact profile. And that's him there uh, sporting, uh, they say, six-pack abs and a manly bulge. He writes that he sees ugly women every day. Why would he want to associate with any of them on a dating site? Oh, my. 
His prospective dating interests need to be an eight and a half or better. He closes by saying that looks are by far a woman's most important asset. And any woman who doesn't get that is an idiot. He says the math is simple. Ugly woman equals weak man. Got it? Wow. So now people are highlighting what a gigantic douche he is. Someone said, why doesn't he got a hole in the mirror and F his reflection? It seems like he'd rather do that. Someone said 100% he's got football socks in his boxer briefs. I agree. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't look real. Um, and someone noticed in the background on the shelf, he's got vaginal wash. Stop it. So uh, maybe he has a mangina. They say this back here. He's probably got a girlfriend. He's probably got a girlfriend. You think he's trolling? Yeah. 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 Definitely. I wish I could troll that well. (laughs) (laughs) Less than a mile away. So, yeah, someone found him on. People believe he's contoured his abs as well. Yeah, they don't look right. No. Like painted almost a little bit. I mean, he's he's in good shape, but. Or like Photoshop. Yeah. Maybe. Before you put it up there on the old uh, Tinder. But if you want to see what this douchebag looks like, go check him out for yourself up at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. We'll take a break. When we come back in just a moment, what strange hobby does a seven-year-old in Pittsburgh have? And how much is the world's most expensive grilled cheese sandwich? We'll get to that and more right after this. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. I was on a flight years ago, so it's one of those like tiny little, they call them puddle jumpers. When we took off, the flight attendant was in the co-pilot seat and then got up and served some drinks and then sat back in for the landing. So was like the co-pilot also the flight attendant? Probably a little bit. He's yeah. there just Multitasking in case day? the other pilot's heart explodes. Probably. like, can I get a drink back here? <laughs> I'm busy flying the plane. I shut up, I'm flying the plane. <laughs> shut your face. Okay. I'll get you to your destination soon. So shut up. <laughs> call a lady, John Wayne. <laughs> always, always with the Coke. Always wanting the Coke. Always. Oh, no, we don't have a Coke Zero. Oh, my God. Press the button again. Hold on a second. I got the John Wayne again. Hi, Mr. John Wayne. Oh, something wrong again? I was hoping to get some of those cookies that day. Oh, yeah, close. You want a bigger cookie? Hold on. I got to go fry. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Nine forty-eight Tuesday morning coming up a check of the news. What strange hobby does a seven-year-old in Pittsburgh have? How much is the world's most expensive grilled cheese sandwich? And douchebag of the day on the way. Checking in with the morning report. I'm Dave Hunter. It's time now for a check of the news. We were talking about uh, road trip horror stories the other day. I. You know, brought up the fact that I think it's pretty scary to sleep in your car in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. right? You never know what could happen. Well, a Rochester Hills man, he wasn't really in the middle of nowhere in Michigan. He fell asleep in the parking lot of his condo. He was so tired when he came home from work, he thought he'd just close his eyes for a minute as he was You're parking. there. I know, right? A few more steps. Fell right asleep. He woke up to someone tugging on his arm about 4.30 in the morning. The victim said that guy tugging on him had two pistols. The victim and the man started fighting. The victim grabbed the guns. Shots were fired. Luckily, no one was hit. When deputies got to the scene, they saw two men fighting. The victim was yelling, 
Who sent you? Deputies say two guns were dropped after they demanded they be. One of the 40 caliber semi-automatic handguns recovered at the scene was stolen from Detroit. Another was registered to a Detroit woman. The guns are being examined right now to see if they've been used in any other crimes. The armed man, identified as Marquise Pope of Birmingham, Alabama, was arrested. Pope had no explanation as to why he was at the scene. Another person who was wearing dark-colored clothes and a ski mask ran away. They're still looking for that person. Something other than that. I know, right? That's weird. Pope was charged with assault with intent to do great bodily harm, less than murder, and possessing a firearm during the commission of a felony. He didn't just fall asleep after work. No, I'm thinking there was something put him out, you know? Something put him down, maybe? You think? Or it was him. Well, that's what I mean. He 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 took something to put himself down. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, It's like you fall asleep in your car. In the parking lot of his condo complex? Well, when you're... That out of it? I mean, does you that just, make more sense than just I'm tired and I fell, I could I fell yeah, asleep? Yeah, <laughs> no, it doesn't add and up. Then it's no. a gun fight, and then there's I a don't gun know if he's gonna come clean or not. I mean, uh, he fought off it. a hitman, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. He probably won't. This uh, I I had a, speaking of like people passing out in a you know parking lot. So I was in Louisville over the weekend, and we're at this like mall, and there's a movie theater attached to it and blah 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 and then all of a sudden all these fire trucks and an ambulance and everything show up and they're in the parking lot and you can't really get to where they're at but they're they've surrounded a car and they're trying to break into it and you're like oh man there's someone stuck inside the car in the car like a kid or something like that and they're frantically trying to get this thing out there and like you see they finally after what took a long time for the guy, you know, you figure the guy's just going to pop that thing in the door. He couldn't get it to work. I'm like, get someone who knows what they're doing. They finally got in, and then, like, one guy looked in, and they're like, oh. What? It had to be a doll. Oh, for God's sake. It was sake. like some kind of doll. Like, they, <laughs> someone obviously called and was like, oh, there's a kid in the back. Yeah. No, nothing. There was no one. Just a doll. Yep. You hate to waste all your time rescuing a doll. No, I, <laughs> but it was like, I was like, oh. what are we about to witness? You know, like, what am I about to see? They had the stretcher out and like everything ready to transport. And it's like, and what damage did they do to that car with the doll? In the back oh, my God. Ooh. They luckily they didn't smash the window like they finally the, they you know, to get it open. They were gonna, though, but they didn't. Benjamin Byers picked the wrong day to drink and drive a golf cart. Uh, According to cops in Porter, Massachusetts, Byers was tooling around town in a golf cart. At first, he blew through a stop sign, then went left of center on the street he was driving on. He was facing oncoming traffic at one point. Once pulled over, he had slurred speech and the noticeable aroma of beers on his breath. Then, when asked to take a breathalyzer, he said, "Mm, I'll blow numbers. Mm -mm." Mm-mm. He was charged with operating while intoxicated. More charges could come, they say, Mm. as they look into this. Scary moment here. uh, A shark incident. Okay. Someone on the 16th floor of a hotel in Florida filmed a hammerhead shark making a beeline at a guy standing in the water and then turning away at the last second. Mm. Jeez. Here's uh, the footage someone caught from their balcony here. I believe they said this was in uh, Panama City Beach, Florida. So you're watching this guy. There it is. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my my goodness. 
He sees it. He sees it. Look at him. Oh, my God. So uh, someone speculates the, sh- the shark was just going after a fish, and that guy just happened and to be, be close. there, right? Because <laughs> yeah. at first people were saying, oh, he got up close and realized it was a human and oh. took off. darted. But no, I think the shark was just wanted a fish. That guy just happened to be in the wrong place. But that, it did all of a sudden bolt right for him. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just don't realize what's swimming around you. No, you no. don't. How could you? It's water all I around. know. <laughs> And the woman's like, what an idiot! (laughs) (laughs) Relax. Speaking of scary moments, a student pilot flying solo in a Cessna lost complete engine power while in the air. And it's not dark-sided. He does pull off a successful emergency landing. You're a student pilot, though. You can tell the dude's incredibly nervous, but he somehow had the balls to keep all this together. It's all been caught on video. We put it up at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. If you want to see it for yourself, you can check it out there. Here's how it begins. Right down. Concord Tower, Cessna 117, Tango Sierra. I'm identing. I'm losing my engine. Who says have an engine trouble? Uh, Cessna 117 Tango Sierra. I have, uh, I'm sputtering in and out and losing power. I've pulled carb heat. Everything else is in the green. Looks like my oil pressure has dropped. All right. Well, you can proceed direct to the runway uh, 117 Tango Sierra. Clear to land. And um, I'm ready for you. Okay. Uh, it's coming back and I'm losing it. And I'm over residential area. I don't have a lot of places here. I have pitched for uh, altitude. I have lost four Oh boy, where's he gonna touch this bird down? Oh, okay. And I now the no propeller engine. is off. Oh my god. Uh, Roger, no engine. Uh, we got guys coming to you. I got uh, Charlotte notified and they're coming to you. One one seven tango two. That's scary. Roger, I'm uh, looking for a field here. I'm gonna try to drop in. Oh my Roger goodness that. gracious. He's just gonna land in a field. Or into those trees. <laughs> Um, where are you going to land? You can watch this at DaveAndCheckTheFreak.com, by the way. See it for yourself. He's got to find a field. I'm going to attempt a landing in a field right now. Only seven things here, Roger. I notified Charlotte. They got people sending as soon as they can see Oh, he's coming in hot, guys. Yeah, and you'll see trees. Oh, my jeez. Those trees are too close, my friend. I have touched down. He's so relaxed. I know, right? <laughs> well, you have to be. Your life's on the line. Oh well, he's God. about to swear right here. I got to stop. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he finally when he's on the Ooh. ground. But That's how you get when you're about to die, I think. Calm. Super calm. 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 Yeah. I think some people. I, I, I just mm. feel like I wouldn't be. I'll be swearing and screaming. I was and, almost in an accident on the highway once. that was going to be deadly. And mm. It was a matter of like just a few inches or whatever. And um, I, I just remember being like, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap. Like that's the yeah. tone and the. Hmm. Well, you have to have your wits about you in that situation, right? Like, you've got to to be a good pilot. you got to be yeah. able to stay calm as things go south. And he did. He did. I feel like part of your training is that they, you know, will simulate, like, engine failure for you so that you've, like, run through it. But he deserves to, like, pass a couple steps. Yeah. Like, whatever his training is, he's, right. he's he passed something. He passed his first... Touchdown in a field. He definitely badge. did. That is super scary. I can't imagine how you keep it together during <laughs> that. 
Uh, we're off to Scotland now. A rookie police officer in Scotland didn't keep it together. She called in help from her fellow officers after she was being pursued for miles through the city by a drone. She started freaking out, only to be told that that uh, suspect aerial object following her was actually the planet Jupiter. Oh. She thought it was a drone. Jupiter's no. after me. <laughs> Jupiter will not stop following me. It's up there. Look at that thing. <laughs> the largest oh, planet God. in our solar system, located 365 million miles from Earth, must have been shining pretty bright to concern this officer the other night. Uh, the cop Still attempted there. and failed to shake free of the planet that was on her Come tail. On. Leave she, me alone, Jupiter. <laughs> she headed towards Glasgow Fort Shopping Center calling the general police nine number to flag her predicament. On her return to the police station, a senior officer is reported to have explained to her that the drone following her car was, in fact, the fifth planet from the sun. She might need some time off, huh? I think oh, so. Something, right? If you think you Jupiter are is paranoid. You. you are paranoid. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I can sympathize with this woman. Oh, because, oh, oh, come on. Oh, no, on one of the extremely <laughs> rare occasions that I partook in an edible... <laughs> I watched Uh-oh. a space show and I was terrified by Jupiter. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was sitting there and they're talking about how oh it protects us and it, you know, keeps the orbit steady. And I was just like, oh my God, this thing's just out there. No one's watching it. <laughs> You're a bit paranoid. It does. It's thank yeah. God for its gravity. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, they say everyone was concerned, as you can imagine, but then it just turned to embarrassment when she realized that she wasn't being followed by a drone. It was just Jupiter. Yeah. I remember uh, the one time I saw that, what is it, uh, the Sirius star? And it's like the super, it's super bright. And I went and woke my brother up because I was like, dude, what? <laughs> is that thing moving? Because to me, in my brain, it was moving. But I was like, I don't really trust my brain right now. And my brother was like, no, it's not moving. We're good. And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God it's not moving. So you've had this from a very young age. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. This space paranoia. Yeah, space paranoia. Always been afraid. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, a lot more to come, including Douchebag of the Day, which is up after this. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. We're talking about uh, this brother and sister in Pennsylvania that were arrested after an argument about riding shotgun. They're in their 20s, and the cops had to be called. Were the cops called when you fought with a sibling? Joe, it was you and your brother. What happened? Brother and I got in a fight in the middle of the night. He come home drunk and woke me up out of a dead sleep yelling. So we ended up wrestling there a set of stairs, and he dove at me and missed. His head hit the corner of the stairs and cut him wide open. So I tackled him, and I had no shirt on, and I had my nipples pierced. So what he did was reached up and hooked one of his fingers through my nipple ring. And as slow as he possibly could, he just pulled and pulled until my nipple was stretched out about a foot. And then it just popped. Like like chewing gum after Oh, my God. Yeah, he, ripped, yeah, he ripped it right out. Got some little rubbery nipples. Yeah, God. impressive. Joe, how's that nipple now? Well, it's longer. It, Crazy looking, it looks right? like it had a cauliflower. Wow, so it's a mess. We left before the cops got there. I took him to the hospital. Oh, that's nice. And uh, I pulled my shirt up. I had the doctor look at my nipple. She said there's nothing they could do about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like, wow. it is, yeah. But, like, that's cauliflower now. Yeah, that's yeah. what that is. Sorry about your nipple, Joe. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. T 
1009 on Dave and Chuck the Freak as the news continues. Douchebag of the day still to come in just a moment. There's a seven-year-old in the Pittsburgh area named Kellen Boricky who legally owns his own bee apiary. And his hive houses about 50,000 honeybees. He's really someone to look up to. He is. He's a cool little guy. Here's a little taste of him here. Help. I don't know why the music, but he's from Lancaster County. Youngest member of the Beekeeper Society there. wonder how many times this kid's been stung. I like the, how they look. I like the faces. It looks like they have tiny eyes, but they have big eyes and then some tiny dots. It looks like your son a bit. Be there. That's all being filled with honey. My son's cool. <laughs> he must have it out. Those are all. I think those are both grown. Well, they've just got every cell used up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Careful, bud. Careful. We need more young people to get into this, though. Some people yeah. just have a gift, and and Kellen has a gift. It, he's just so smooth. Oh boy. Well, I, I get a lot of enjoyment uh, out of watching Kellen grow and learn and 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 succeed because now it, it's not like he's he's you he can always learn bees, but he really knows what he's doing. He's been a good student, and I don't think he's a student anymore. I think he's a, a, a full-fledged beekeeper. Well, a reporter did ask him that, you know, what do you want to be? Do you want to be a beekeeper when you grow up? And he said, I am a beekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> How dare How you? old is he? He's seven. Oh. Him and his grandpa talked the exact same, like, yeah. pacing in their So that was his grandpa? I think so. Okay, I don't think thank it was God. His, maybe it was his dad. I know. One I'm of those. Hoping it's, I just wanted it to be related. You think he's... Oh, Charlie. I why just don't, why do you have to do that? I just wanted it to be related. That's all I'm saying. So you have to turn a nice little seven-year-old beekeeper story into something <sighs> dirty. Don't. I'm not dipping into the honey pot. They're just doing bee stuff. I'm just saying. Uh, but it's cool. I mean, it's... Uh, I don't know how much money you make as a beekeeper. I think they do okay because uh, farms want there are places to show up like you'll you'll drop a hive off on a little trailer and it'll you know orchards need them mm-hmm. our friend ken ken uh he had to deal with uh beekeepers in his past life when they had the apple orchard oh right he yeah. said that his dad would hire like a place to come in and bring like two different hives that would sit in the orchard so i mean we need them we do I had like 40 dead yellow jackets in my pool yesterday. It was like a yellow jacket massacre. Well, yellow jackets can all die. Well, I know, right? Go but ahead. No, they're not the bees, but yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened your all pills, of a sudden. Your pool is killing everything. Everything. Yeah. they. I, I've said before, they were attracted by the salt water and then they can't get out of it. Yeah. Mm. But we weren't in it for a couple of days and that just they were all over the place. Well, New York-based restaurant Serendipity 3 has added a new item to their list of Guinness Book of World Record entries. Their quintessential grilled cheese is now officially the world's most expensive grilled cheese sandwich. Mm. How much? $214. Oh, come on, well, serendipity. Yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> come on, serendipity. You get two slices of French bread prepped with Dom Perignon edible gold flakes, white truffle butter, 
a rare cheese that I can't even pronounce. Yeah. Right. Cacovola Pocalico or something. Yep. Sure. In addition, there's a cup of South African lobster tomato bisque on the side for dipping. Here's a look at the most expensive grilled oh, cheese. Oh, and it doesn't even look good. It doesn't. No. I can make you a triple slice craft single grilled cheese. That's what I'm knock. looking at. And honestly, that's all I want. Yeah. I want processed cheese in between plain old bread, yeah. just done right. I'd eat this grilled cheese if it didn't have the gold flakes. Like, if they yeah, didn't have the gold flakes, like it'd, it be, gr- be, good, it'd be good, probably. Not for too long. I've never heard you. No gold I don't like truffle butter, though. I don't like truffle stuff, so you'd have to like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I don't like the truffle part. taste I don't very know. Have much. Have you heard of this Cacio Cavolo Portolico cheese? I've never. No. It's very rare, apparently. It doesn't yeah, look I like it melts it. great. Uh, I, and they paninied it, which is okay it's sometimes, but just a regular old pan will work. They also hold the record for the most expensive dessert, most expensive hamburger, most expensive hot dog, and largest cup of hot chocolate. Okay, question. How much money do you think they make... They are crazy. Every time they sell it. Amber, this is the one that's been in, it was in some movies, stupid movie, yeah. right? And so when we went to New York years ago, Amber, I think it's called Serendipity. Yeah, right? that's yeah. what it's called. Um, yeah. We had to go get their hot chocolate there because they have this like famous okay. hot chocolate and frozen hot chocolate. Okay. Um, they have a huge lineup all the time. So they don't need to do this to get people to the door. Not that anyone right. wants a $200 grilled cheese, but they just, for some reason, like... It's like if James had a restaurant and he wanted to continually be in the Guinness Book of World yeah. Records. I just, to me, it's like, okay, so you design this grilled cheese, but like you say it costs 200 bucks. But like if I managed to sell it, how much profit did I make? Like, did it really only cost me? I would say it would cost 40 you bucks. Maybe, yeah. Maybe 40 bucks. Because you had some Dom Perignon, some gold flakes. Yeah. And rare cheese. Right. So. I'm not mad at them for doing it. They are taking money from the from idiots. wealthy dumb idiots. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at no, them. No, I'm not mad at them either. I just I'd never they waste my ahead. money on anything yeah. like that. No. Like I wish I had a store full of wealthy dumb idiot <laughs> stuff. <laughs> is the Serendipity Restaurant is that the same restaurant that's in Vegas too? Is it like the same people? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. Absolutely. It was that popular. So there's like three no, there's now three in New York. In okay. Because I was like, I know I've had, I've been at a serendipity and I've had a frozen hot chocolate, but that was in Vegas. So I didn't know if it was the same one or not. Is it the one we went to outside Caesar's Palace? I believe so. I yeah. think so. I, I, I did not I enjoy sure. it. That's Maybe the same place. Yeah. It wasn't anything special. No. Recall. A recent study looked into the foods that people think make them feel better. And I know this is going to be a shock, but almost all of them are not healthy. Well, yeah. Milk chocolate is the number one food people use to feel better. Dark chocolate is next. Well, that's people who just, I guess, won't go milk. They're like, milk will make me feel bad about myself or something. I'm going to go dark chocolate. It's healthier, but still, man, it feels good. Coffee is next. Coffee definitely makes me feel good every single day. Then ice cream. Then chocolate cookies. Cake. Bananas. Oh, get bananas off the list. Tea, bananas, pizza, tea, beer, red wine, fries, cheese, and sweets. Bacon finally pops up at number 18, and then potato chips and other savory snacks next. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess people like tea. 
I didn't think people like tea in the same way that people like coffee. Like coffee has a real draw. Well, yeah, tea, mm-hmm. but I think some people use tea like to calm and soothe. Yeah, yeah I guess. You know, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's probably they get the same kind of feelings mm-hmm. from it. But yeah, bananas. Bananas. I don't know so what high that's on, the on the list. list. I, I don't mind a banana now right. and again, okay. right. but it doesn't boost my mood. Doesn't no. maybe you feel healthy, so you're maybe that's it. Ready to rip it up? Yeah, I don't know. Can't explain it. <laughs> we talked about um, you know when the pandemic hit and all the craziness was going on with cruises and people trapped on cruises. We thought, wow, uh, you know, people will be very hesitant to get back on a cruise ship when things resume. Well, they still haven't officially resumed yet, believe it or not. But when they do, it doesn't look like they're going to have any problem. A 132-night cruise, 132 nights, Okay, sold out in three hours when it went on sale yesterday. Well, think about it. Old people, they got nothing else going on. Dude, the cheapest ticket, $73,000. That's a lot. That's, That's for a your lot. basic cabin with no window. Wow. Ooh, no window for that many days. If you wanted like a master suite, that was two hundred grand for 132 nights. They're going to cruise around the world on this thing. Yeah, I figured that. But I want a window. I'm going to cruise around the world. I want to see it. Yeah, exactly. It just feel like, because the cabins with no windows is the worst experience, I would think. I've never had that. Luckily, I've always had a window in in the couple of cruises we've been on, but I think you'd need to see the outside. You could almost get one of these 173-night cruises if you go on one, and then everyone gets sick, and then they just park it. (laughs) They might park it it for 173 (laughs) days. Not as exciting. Now, it's not happening anytime soon. It's actually 2023. Uh, is when this is happening. It's the, so I'm, I assume people think, well, everything will be fully back to normal by then. Um, the world cruise ship will visit 66 ports across 31 countries and four continents with multi-night dockings where passengers can explore things like the Taj Mahal in India, the Great Pyramids of Giza in Egypt, or Ayers Rock in Australia. God, Amber, mm-hmm. Amber, I can never show her this. Don't show her. Oh, my God. This. You'll be gone from eating 180 days <laughs> off. That's a lot of days off. That's a lot of days off. a lot of days off. in 180 days. That's a lot. That's yeah. a ton. Oh, wow. Yeah, not many people, I think, would want to be on a cruise ship. The thing is, uh, uh, yeah, like... No. Isn't it kind of hard to know, like, for that long a time, you're... You know, you get to go off the boat, but you always got to get back on this boat. Mm-hmm. And you're like stuck, and you're going somewhere else, and then you get offer. Like it's a it's a long time to decide to do just one type of thing. Yeah, no, for sure it is. Like we did a shorter twelve day European cruise, and I'll say, Chuck, the one thing I liked was I didn't have to pack a bag every night. Yeah, and on it, head on a train or whatever. Yeah, you know, you'd explore this area, get a taste of it, and then you go back to your bed and right. your clothes were there. And I just think like a, knowing you got to do the same thing for like 180 days. But I also hate getting just a taste of a place. I want to like experience right. it yeah. for a long time. But I guess you know where you want to go back. That's it. So that's we found it. like okay, we didn't like that place at all, but yeah. we really like that place, and that's where we'll yeah. go if we go back there next time. But 100 and whatever crazy days is just too much for anyone i think we'll take a break when we come back in a moment why is a seven-year-old kid our douchebag of the day we'll tell you about that right after this previously on dave and chuck the freak 
crazy day on Dong Hai Airlines. <laughs> we'll take it, Dong Hai. Captain and the head flight attendant, they got into a fight during a flight. The captain has to take a piss. So you know nowadays, oh, yeah. whenever anyone from the cabin wants to leave, wants to leave, they have to block off that area with like a cart. Well, the head flight attendant said he was busy. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a very busy. They started insulting each other. <laughs> then they exchanged blows. The captain Sweet ass karate fight. broke the flight attendant's hand when he waved it in his face. <laughs> He did some kind of move. You know he it. was all getting up in his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a dragon style. But then the head flight attendant got a bottle of booze and chipped the pilot's tooth. <laughs> like, don't knock the pilot out. I know. Yeah, don't fight That's the pilot. You need. No, he's not pilot. thinking there. No. Mm. <laughs> We're trying to wake him up now, but the crook is head open. Both members of the staff have been suspended. What a day on Dong Oh, yeah. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. You're a douche. I'm not a douche. You're a stupid douche. You are so a douche. I'm nominating you for biggest douche in the universe award, you douche. Dave and Chuck the Freak salute the douchebag of the day. Very rare for us to call a seven-year-old our douchebag of the day. You little douchebag! Tiny little douchebag. <laughs> but even with all the protections that are out there, uh, customers can get burned by in-app purchases, especially when a kid is involved. Oh, terrible. Dr. Muhammad Mutaza has to sell his family car mm. to pay off the nearly $1,800 oh. in in-app purchases racked up by his seven-year-old son. At first, uh, Matuza thought it was a scam, but then realized the charges were legit. They all came from the DreamWorks Dragons Rise of Burt game. Jeez, I... Did you say Doctor. Doctor, I believe not from this country. Uh, right. Because you could afford to pay off $1,800. Yeah. You should. You should. Maybe not no, in a foreign land. Your family I have to sell <laughs> my 2002 <laughs> Mazda 6. Toyota Eago. Uh, <laughs> that okay. gave me the yeah, clue. Yeah. He's not from here. A Toyota Eago. Uh, I don't know what that did. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> We're hoping to make ends meet. <laughs> <laughs> You're not doing well as a doctor no, if you've got no. a sell off. Oh, there it is. Let's Your see. Toyota Ago. Oh, it's a tiny Oh, it's like uh, one European of these tiny little world. things, yeah. Family car. Yep. Well, I don't tiny, know what tiny. family you're putting in there. <laughs> it's like you and one other person. That's tiny. Uh, he's now considering his legal options because he feels like he and his kid were duped by this so-called free game. Uh, <sighs> No, no. You just have to make sure that kids don't have access to those purchases. You got to know your Doc- electronics doctor. a little bit better, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for us here on this Tuesday morning. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on Dave and Chuck the Freak. I think everyone should say penis so we can take away the negative power of the word. Yeah, so everybody? Penis. 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 Pen
Thank you for listening to Dave and Chuck the Freak.